Hi, I'm Robin Paris from The Room, and you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 149 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of last week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Atoro. The boys are back, baby. I he, he used the episode title of our last episode. I love it. I love it. We're excited to be back. It is Thursday, August 22nd, 2019, episode 149. We're bringing it to you. Go ahead to wepodcastandweknowthings.com, all one word, for all links to our social medias, to our store, to our Patreon page. Send us an email with any questions. We're happy to answer them on the air. We podcast and we know things at gmail.com. All one word. And while you're at it, make sure to check out the content from the We Pod Squad. That is the Ion Ryan Show and MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast. Bringing it to you every Tuesday, alternating Tuesdays. One week you get the Ion Ryan Show. One week you get MRC Tech Presents the Last Podcast. But every Friday morning you get We Podcast and We Know Things. That's the group. That's the thing. The three of us. We love each other. That's where we're at. Who's better than us? You can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, cast box wherever you get your audible goodness we're happy to read it on the air such as our 33rd five-star review from another ryan i originally started listening as a fan of ion ryan's show he and i went to college together and now i'm hooked i love to hear discussion about topics that interest me greatly that was a little vague keep up the awesome work and i'll look forward to releases hey you know what Vague as it might be, thank you, another Ryan. Thank you, Ryan Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Ryan. Both on Ryan. We appreciate your uh, review. We very much appreciate it. And uh, if you meant that towards our show, which I think you did, thank you. If you meant that towards the Ion Ryan show, the dude makes awesome content, just like Sean as well. And we appreciate that. Uh, Big show tonight. Like, huge show tonight. For episode 149, we're going to have trivia. Sam and I are tied at two. We're going to talk about Spider-Man potentially out of the MCU and the repercussions of that. We're going to blow open the boys. We teased it last week. We did some spoiler-free stuff. But if you haven't seen the boys, we'll give you the timestamp so you can fast-forward through that because we don't want it to get spoiled because we're going to spoil the living shit out of it. And that is where the top three is going to come tonight. It's our top three moments from the boys. That's on Amazon Prime. Ed, eight episodes. Got to watch it. Sam is going to kick it off. We're starting in the gaming space. And then I'm going to take it back over after a huge gaming space, by the way. I'm going to, I'm going to hope Sam, Sam's got a lot to talk about <laughs> yeah, tonight. Holy shit. <laughs> it was Gamescom, so you, yeah, this is what yeah, you asked. Yeah. You know, this is what you want. You want to do gaming, Sam. Hey, this is what it is. It's Gamescom week, baby. Then we got movies. Uh, Bond 25 finally gets a name. And then some TV stuff. Maybe even a little... Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan stuff. Little rumors out there that dropped late last week, so we'll talk about that. We have nothing in music, but we got two wrestling stories, our picks of the week, and we will get out of here. But a little housekeeping before we do our trivia. Uh, episode 150 next week, our biggest episode since 100. We are not going to be bringing it to you next week. We want to do it right. I'm moving. We don't want to be rushed. So we're actually going to do episode 150, our first episode from our new studio. We're going to bring that to you in two weeks. But fret not, my friends. We are not going to have no content next week. What we're going to do instead is Sean 
from MRC Tech Presents The Last Podcast and Ryan from The Ion Ryan Show are going to do an ultra mega combo bonus episode and bring that to you on Friday, the morning that we usually drop. So you're going to get The Ion Ryan Show next week and then a bonus episode of The Ion Ryan Show Presents MRC Tech Presents The Last Podcast. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> uh, as an awesome crossover with Sean and Ryan. So we're looking forward to that. And then Sam and I will be back the following week. Uh, with episode yeah, 150 before Sam goes on vacay. We well, have vacay, a lot of stuff to move out of this house. Yeah, and Sam's got uh, going to Florida for a couple weeks in September, so we got some cool stuff cooking with some co-hosts. I won't do another diatribe of how Sam and I met. I won't. <laughs> that that one's good. I won't They're do good we'll, on that. We'll, we'll keep that one yeah. uh, up on the shelf. I don't have to retell that story. Speak of the devil, uh, one of the dudes who uh, potentially could be co-hosting is uh, texting me. Oh, so, geez. okay. So, um... Now we have that out of the way. Let's do our trivia. It's two to two. Yeah. First to 11. Win by two. Yeah. I'm going to ask the question first okay. this week. You got it. And I think yours. we have the same question. No I way. I just have a feeling. No way. I it's, just have a feeling. My question is crazy. It could be the easiest question or it could be the fucking hardest question ever. All right, I don't think it's mine then. Yeah. What year? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what year was the boys comic series first published? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the comic run. I never. I don't own an issue. I remember looking at it. They would have the date on it. I'm going to have to hear it. I have a number. If you say the number, I'm going to say it. Okay. 2004. Mm-mm. 2006. Mm-mm. 2008. Mm-mm. 2010. Nope. <laughs> what Shit. was your number? 2014. <laughs> <laughs> we'll oh, take out the one. I, you got 2004. Could I be your answer. You got a giant okay. hole. Yeah, I got one on this side, too. Okay. This hair's gone in the trash. <laughs> Uh, what, what was it again? The, the, uh, four, eight, six, four, six, eight, and 10. I'm sorry. Four, six, eight, 10 of a 21% chance. What'd you say? How many percent? 25. Okay. I thought you said 20. Oh, I'm no, like, no. Duh. I was like, what? I can't count. Uh, let's go for, uh, four. Tales of four. Okay. Um, no, 2006. Yes. Yeah. Man, I was screwed. It wasn't, it wasn't, four, it wasn't even close to 14. I was like, uh, I'm yeah. done. All right. What Pokemon can be caught in the wild at the highest level? What? The what, fuck? What Pokemon, at any Pokemon, the highest level you could catch a Pokemon, what Pokemon is that? Dude, it's a, it's a question. I thought it was, it was, like I said, it was either going to be extremely easy or extremely hard. What Pokemon uh, can be caught in the wild at the highest level? Does that include legendaries? Because you can get a level 70 Mewtwo. Any Pokemon. I think you can get Deoxys. I think you can get Rayquaza at level seventy. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna get the answers. I'm gonna go okay. cheap. And it's A Sunkern, <laughs> B Ditto, <laughs> C Magikarp, or D Rhydon. Look at you. Now he don't know what to do. He I thought it was legendary. Do you even have data for this? Mm-hmm. If I give you the answer, do you have like a backstory? I while well, you think of the side. Um, oh, I don't want to say that. Like I was going to say, you don't say the answer. <laughs> uh, Sunkern, Ditto, Magikarp, and Rhydon. Yep. Right, the evolved form of Rhyhorn. Yep. So the second stage, correct, make, makes that the one I want to go with because it's a second stage. Um. Um. Um, but I also feel like, what the, 
I also I know it. I know it. I'm going Sunkern, and here's why. Because it's the only non-Gen 1 Pokemon, and I feel like you filled in the other answers with Gen 1s because it's the only ones you know off the top of your head. Sunkern. Final answer. Incorrect. Damn it. But my logic was solid. No, I, 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 agree, I agree with you. I was like, okay, I, when I, that's like kind of my plan. I picked the wimpiest guy who wasn't one. And Is then I Rydon? picked Ride. No, it's Magikarp. And I, did, I need, I need and some I did, factual evidence. And I did, and I did research because they said it's extremely rare to get it. But people on a Reddit thread was like, dude, I wouldn't have believed it. And then I caught it. I, I, I couldn't like, I, I'll have to, if I can't find it in this exact second. Um, I, I will find where I found it and I will send you, send it to you. But I, it said level 100 Magikarp was the highest is a level 100 Magikarp. Hold on. Level 100 Magikarp. Magikarp in the wild. Magikarp in the wild. I, I just, just don't. I, I, I because agree. if it if it doesn't go past level seventy, then it's false. Because Mewtwo is level seventy, and I think in de- I think red and blue and yellow and maybe well definitely green, maybe even X and Y when you hit them up after the cave. And I think there's either a Rayquaza or a Deoxys that's seventy. But like I don't, how the hell are you gonna catch a level eighty five Magikarp in the wild? Like that doesn't make sense. I see a record holding ninety eight shiny Magikarp. Level eighty three, but I what I, the oh, I can't find. So what we're gonna do? Is it true that you can catch a wild le- level one hundred Magikarp in the game? Yeah, you can. The resort area with the super rod. This also you can use the super rod to catch a level one wild Magikarp. Yes, you can, but a level one hundred Magikarp is useless. I, I there was a couple. It is useless because it can't evolve yeah, into Gyarados. It, it, exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a useless Pokemon. I'll believe it. But if we find that that is so, that's what a level one hundred Magikarp looks like. It's like it's all over red. Like I, I pro, like it's everywhere. And I looked. I remember looking at a few places, and everywhere I, I looked be- at. Listen, I'll believe you. Yeah. Because we're boys. Yeah. And we and we roll like that, listeners. <laughs> if you call bullshit on this and you find it otherwise, let us know, and we'll revise the trivia. But right now, we're gonna leave it two to two. It says, how to capture the ruler of the resort area, the level 100 Magikarp in Platinum. There you go. Okay, so in Platinum, you can go to the resort area, yep. catch a level yep. 100 Magikarp. One, yep. Level 1 to 100. Cool. That works for me. Boom. All right. Uh, so, 2 to 2 for trivia. Good question. Where did you come up with that? Dude, Greg, sometimes I, I sit on my computer like, the fuck am I going to ask him? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just typed in some shit. I saw my guys. I like, just want to know like where that was birthed because that's a really good question. It's me. You're just sitting at the computer, you're thinking, you go lost in thought, you just like look at something, but you're like looking so deep, like you don't see anything in front of you. And then I solved the question. Okay. <laughs> that, that helps you. Okay. That helps you. Before, we, before we go into the gaming space, Sam is uh, going to take that. However, we do have two big stories, like I said, we want to blow out. Spider-Man, potentially out. And I keep saying potentially because there hasn't been like official, official word. It's just like pretty much confirmed. That Sony and Marvel could not reach a deal, and Spider-Man is out of the MCU. Okay, is now first you hear everyone blames Sony, then you hear something that it's Disney. Then you hear people still pointing at Sony, pointing at Disney. Well, of course they're going to do that. Of course they're going to point fingers. 
Okay, so okay, let's say he is gone. Let's say he right now he is out 100. Yep. percent So basically, every Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland has is useless. Everything revolving around him is Tony Stark. That sucks, right? Because you what, have to start they, they over. Have to, they have to do something. Like you, you almost need to start reboot. You know what I mean? What, like, like, what does that do to him in the MCU? Like, he just came back in Endgame. Spoilers. He just came back in Endgame. We all knew that was happening. Yeah. And now Far From Home happens. I still haven't seen it. Don't spoil it. Mm. But they already said a Spider-Man 3 was happening. But I think this is a way of Sony kind of hopefully figuring out what the hell they're going to do with Spider-Man. Obviously, they want to pair him with Venom because that just needs to happen ASAP. But taking away from the MCU, it's just because the original deal was... What Disney only got five percent of opening day. I believe that was what they what they originally got, and then what I read was Disney offered them just a straight fifty fifty, and then Sony said f that. <clears throat> I mean, I think this also hurt, has to hurt Marvel a little bit. This kills. This doesn't kill Marvel. Mar- does, the MCU is going to be fine. It does not kill Marvel. No, no, but no. It, it, I would say it, it it hurts. The MCU is going to be fine, but if Far From Home, however that ends. Right and again, I don't know. So, however that ends, if that's the end of Spider-Man, yeah, and we know there's a three, that tells me it probably ended on a cliffhanger or something like that. So they have to take however Far From Home ended and whatever they do, because Spider-Man, they're going to continue the Far From Home saga on Sony. Spider-Man three is going to whatever happened in Far From Home is going to continue. Yeah, the MCU now has to figure out what to do with Spider-Man. They can't recast a new Spider-Man. Spider-Man's out. There is no Spider-Man. The character is gone from the MCU. They don't have the rights to him. So they either have to kill him and call him the kid. Hey, the kid didn't make it. The kid Mysterio got the kid. Or the villain got the kid. Something like that. Because that's on the nose. Do we all know that he's talking about Spider-Man? But they're not, not, not going to call him the kid. Well, they can't. can't call him Spider-Man. He's, yeah. he's, they don't have the rights oh, to oh, do you're it. Saying, oh, you're saying Marvel. Okay, yes, 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 yes. But the kid, like that was Tony. That was Tony. Oh, I guess. And the Happy Hogan said it too. So like yeah. and happy and Hogan's there and he's there. Happy's there. So like I think to myself, what like what is the future of Spider-Man? He'll be just fine, right? The MCU they'll li- they'll live on because Spider-Man 3 is years away. So by yeah. the time that movie comes out, this story will be old news and not many people will care. But I personally feel like Far From Home and Homecoming um, again, I haven't seen Far From Home yeah. yet, but Homecoming and th- um, that movie is getting great reviews. Far From Home, those movies are so good because of Marvel's influence. Yeah. And 100%. not we saw what Sony did to Spider Man five times. Yeah. You know the three Spider Man I mean, and like, then the Amazing Spider. I, I really, I really enjoyed two of them. Two yes. out of the five. Yes, really I enjoyed re- them. And I slightly enjoyed three out of the five. Yeah, it would be, it would be I, the, the Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, first one. Amazing yeah. Spider Man. I, I thought was a, a pretty darn good movie. Though the second one sucked, and yeah. Spider Man three was just not my cup of tea. Yeah. But Spider Man two is the best. One wasn't that bad. It was not. A, it's I like, like a, one or two. Yeah, I, I really like one as well. So, um, you know, I think you know Sony. It, but when you put those five films up against these two, yeah. they don't compare. Homecoming and Far From Home are better than probably almost all of them except for maybe two. Yeah, two, two is still my favorite. So, like, when I when, when you look at that, that's four failed experiments plus yeah. two. 
Two really good, really solid, really well-earning films. Yeah. This is Sony's highest-grossing film ever. They could have gotten the big you-know-what and said, well, listen, we don't need you. This is our highest-grossing film ever. Look what we're going to yeah. t- we're going to take this. They have Venom. They have that universe. They're clearly yeah. going to tie them together. Yeah. And Spider-Man 3 will be a as Venom As shitty thing. as it was, it made a lot of money. It made the most out of all, all three of them. Right. And that's, I mean, a lot of that was because Venom. Venom. Course, and we, now we know what yeah. that Venom was. Topher Grace's Venom uh, wasn't yeah, the Venom was, that even Tom Hardy's is. Yeah. But now you have Tom Hardy's Venom in that universe and that Carnage storyline. You have Spider-Man 3 that can tie into that. You now have the, the gallery of villains. So you can do the Morbius movie with Jared Leto. That's going to be its own thing. In the Sony, right, in the no. Sony universe, though. So, like, Sony can build this Spider-Verse, which is probably what they're going to call it. I, I'm pre- which I, it has to be, I think, because since you figured, like you said you had the Morbius, there's the rumors about Kraven the Hunter. We already know about, um, I, I imagine we're going to see more Scorpion, more Vulture. It's only a matter of time before we get, you know, we have Mysterio. Um, who's next? Doc, maybe we'll get Doc Ock to kind so of we're, you think we're, the I, Again, without we're me heading, seeing it. We're I, heading you, towards the Sinister Six. Again, without me seeing this movie, the new movie, look, Mysterio does not perish. I mean, he may or may not, so I just said his name because you see him. But. Yeah. Sony says it was Disney's decision, like you said. Everybody's pointing figures, fingers. I'm sure Disney's going to come back. and uh, Disney will probably and, just stay silent. Well, and they don't need and I anything. also did read that they're still in negotiations. I'm sure. Right. I, I think they'd be stupid to just end it after all the money. Like all, it, It's a shame that all this is over money. Like That's what all – it's just that's money. Everything that's everything in big business That's the only thing to. that – that's what sucks, and it kind of like takes kind of like – Take something like the joy out of it a little bit. What, like, oh, it's all this is over money. When we talk about Spider-Man 3, John Watts, who is the director of Far From Home and Homecoming, is currently not attached to that project. Yeah. He's currently not set as the director for Spider-Man 3. Does that change things? I mean, he I, tied to I the think MCU. he was signed for one more, I think. But he's currently probably not because they there are stories he is currently not attached he's not to attached. the film. Okay, so, so then it's that just could Tom mean Holland he has could, two more on his He could thing. say, hey – Screw you! I'm going to the MCU because I see a greater potential for me to do an Avengers movie. I mean, could, or a I mean, Guardians movie. It or could whatever. be, but I mean, I think you're going to always going to have directors that are going to want to direct a Spider-Man film. Yeah, you I know? agree. I agree with that. But it's Sony's Spider-Man film as opposed to Sony and Marvel's. Like, Spider-Man like if they film. are done, that it, carries weight. Like it just sucks. Like if if it is done they're, and they're done, it just like Spider-Man kind of has to start over. And I mean, I think the MCU- I don't think so. I don't agree. I think he's continuing. Spider-Man 3 will kick off right where Far From Home left off. And then the, the MCU is what's got to figure he, it out. But see, like, there, there's stuff I can't say right now because you haven't sure. seen this movie. Right. And it, it, they would just have to, like, write it off. Like, oh, it's gone. Like, but you wouldn't because it's – you'll know what I mean after you see the movie. Okay. And it's just like, how can you do it? This affects the MCU, obviously, more than it affects Sony because it's Sony's property and they can kind of do what they need to do. The MCU is going to be the one that has to reel and figure it out. Whenever we get this new Avengers movie, we kind of figured Spider-Man was going to be a part of that. Yeah, see, and he's I mean, going to be honestly, an Avenger. I feel like Sony has more is, is going to have more of a hard time because they have a kind of a lot to – MCU could just never talk about it again. But that's my point is how in such a tight – Storyline. How do they just retcon Spider Man? Like, if, especially if he was going to be a new Avenger. He, I assume he, he, he was decided, going to be. He decided to stay in New York. You see, he wanted to be the friendly neighborhood guy. But the movie is like that. Take Don't place say friendly in New York. Spider Man, just say friendly. The movie's going to take place in New York. You have probably 
think there would be some sort of cross at some maybe, point. Maybe just say he's on some secret mission. San Francisco or wherever the far from home took yeah, place. Yeah, well, that's where Venom took place. Yeah, so maybe thing. maybe he say he had they to go to San, San Francisco. Francisco. That could be just that, a way to just doing it. Yeah, and they're going to have – it's going to suck because it's going to be one of those situations where they just tell you. Yeah. They can't show you because of yeah. the oh, rights. They can. So, like, it's going to suck to be like – just we get an Avengers movie or some solo flick. Black no, Blackwood is a prequel or something. The next in line, and they're just which like, I yeah. always don't give a shit about. Yeah, they're like Spider Man, um, yeah, or the Web Guy. They'll probably say that the Web Guy or something like that. Like, had yeah, to go. I'm sure they can get away with that. Had to go to the West Coast or something like that. So the MCU can surely retcon it, but I think Sony is sitting there like, we're just gonna make Spider Man three, and it's gonna be well, fine. S- uh, depending how they write it, I think I just think they have they're gonna have more work cut out for them than Marvel. Far from Home is Sony's highest grossing film ever, and it is actually returning to theaters with some new footage. Do you care enough no, to see it again? No. I, I, a, I saw once that's good enough. I'll buy it on Blu-ray, and then if there is footage that's worth watching, I'll watch it. Not again. thirteen seconds of Hulk. No, because usually I watch. Um, usually when I buy the Blu-rays, I always that's the second. Like I said, if I don't see it the second time in theater, that second watch for me is like the best. Yeah, we we're curious of your opinions. So if you want to hit us up on Twitter at we pod and we know or at Samuel Matoro, uh, M A T U R O, we want to hear what you think. What where does Spider Man go from here? How does the MCU kind of move on without him? What do they physically do in the next couple movies to retcon him out? Does he, does he go to San Francisco and that's it? And you never hear him again. Just happy. That's my thing. Is I don't know if Happy is a property of Sony or if Happy, the character, is an MCU. I don't know. I'm because pro- he was an Iron Man too. Oh, he's Marvel. He's so Marvel. if he's Marvel no, he and is. not Sony, they'll probably use him to deliver the message. I'd assume he would be the well, one who and, says the and, kid and went something west. Something I can't say that you right, have to wait to see the movie. God damn it, Happy's dead. <laughs> you just I'm have pissed. to wait. I'm pissed. What the fuck? Um, all right, yeah. Then I'll I will wait to watch it before I can give my opinions. I hope that you. Well, I kind of already did, but I hope you guys hit us up on Twitter to to let us know what you think or write it on our Facebook timeline. We podcast and we know things on Facebook, but we want to get to what I think is going to be one of my favorite stories that we ever talk about. It's yeah. not even a story, just. It's, a great, we, great show. We we talked about it last week. We teased the boys. We teased the spoiler free of the boys, and we said this week we're going to blow it out. So right now at this mark, I would probably say twenty minutes. Just make sure you've seen the boys. But either Spoilers. go watch, either pause this, watch eight episodes of the boys, come back and listen, or go to the episode description in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this and see the timestamp of where we're going to pick back up with the normal episode. That way you can fast forward right to that because we don't want to spoil yeah, the show you, for you. You deserve to watch this beginning to end spoiler. This is a show you cannot have spoiled for you. It is so – it's damn near perfect and we don't want to – we want to make sure you enjoy it on your own because you deserve yes. to. So – Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning starting now. Sam, The Boys is the best show I've watched since Breaking Bad. It's not even close. Yeah, I, can't, it might, I, I can't argue. I might have enjoyed it more than I enjoyed a singular season of Breaking Bad. Although every season of Breaking Bad, including one to me, is friggin' damn near flawless. Yeah, so. I, it, it's 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 a tough compare. Breaking Bad, you know, just two wildly different shows. But I'm having an absolute blast. Or yeah. I I did have an absolute. I'm blast putting you on absolute blast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The boys were the best season of Arrow. I, I would I would probably say the boys. The boys are the best season of the Flash. Not the boys. The boys were Titans. Not the boys. The boys are Swamp Thing. <laughs> that's like it, for me. That's two different animals. Doesn't like, matter. What one did you get more enjoyment out of? Just pure enjoyment. What'd you get? 
Uh, enjoyment, I would say the boys because I didn't know the comics okay. and I wasn't the That's Swamp fair. Thing. I knew a lot of his backstory. Fair but enough. I, I, again, I still love both. Both of them so shows that are means, on my list for so best the, shows. Of so the that year means so far. the boys over Doom Patrol. Yeah. The Boys or Stranger Things three. That's that's again too crazy. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at is like holy shit. But I did just say it's my favorite show since Breaking Bad. So like, I don't know, but it's really close. I don't know. Like I got so much enjoyment out of all of them. Well, that's why I'm telling you about putting you on the spot. Eight episodes for each. I know. Very very similar. And I I binged them all so fast. Yeah, me. Once I got started, I was I was in. I was done for me. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I don't know. Like honestly, I, th- I feel like it could be any, like a day of the week. Catch me in the mood. I don't. I'm not copping like, out. Right, no, right You're now. Not right, out. right now. Right this right second. This mood. I'll right give now. you. The, I'll give you the. You can change your mind later. I want your opinion right now. I'll say the boys. The boys or Game of Thrones overall. It's too. Because if I say like, season eight, it's easy. I, I, w- I would say just the boys because it was just way faster. All right. So. That's how much yeah. we like this show. Yeah. Literally, that's how much. And and like you could ask me the same questions, and I'd probably say the boys to every one of them. Stranger Things three is probably where I'd say and that was let's a have one. a debate. Yeah, that's a you tough know? one. Um, but this show stars a regular guy who who named Huey, who is a uh, salesman or a, you know a rep at a an electronics store, um, lives at home with his dad. Played Down by Simon Pegg. Yeah, played by Simon Pegg with an American accent, yeah, yeah. by the way. Uh, or English. No, American accent. And uh, takes place in, I think, New York? Yeah, we can, we can go with that. I want to say it's New yeah, York. Yeah, let's go with New York. Maybe it's L.A.? No, no I think it's New, New York. York. I think it's New York. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I think you see the Statue of Liberty at one point, so I'll, I'll go with New York. Um, so he takes place in New York. Uh, he has a girlfriend named Robin who is also in Letterkenny. Fantastic show. Um, and dude, the second scene of the show, after you get the two kids talking about the heroes and you get some truck stoppage and like the hero shit, you get introduced to Homelander, who is like the Captain America of the group, the big friendly, perfect hair, perfect He's personality. He's like the Superman. Yeah. Perfect analogy. He is Superman. And like, that's what we got there. You have your Wonder Woman in Maeve. Mm-hmm. You have your Aquaman in the deep. You have the Flash. <laughs> The Flash in A Train. Yeah. You have a Translucent who has carbon skin and it can turn into. That's invisible. like the Martian Manhunter type okay. of deal, but just see yep. uh, You have they're they're part of the seven. The seven are the Avengers. Yeah. You have Starlight who isn't really like a character that I know. She has light emits out of her she's, eyes. She's she, like in, in DC would be Star Girl. Okay. Uh, and then something like. And then am I missing one? You have um, you have the dude who is with the fire. Black Noir. Yeah. Thank you, Black Noir. Who is just not, he looks like Noob Cybot from Mortal Kombat, and he never talks. He reminds me of Snake from GI Joe. There you go. And then, uh, and then there's another one who's retiring uh, the the flashlighter or something like that, lamplighter, lamplighter. I think like that sounds is. right. Um, who uh, who's there? So they have the seven. Starlight takes over for lamplighter, who is retiring. So there's your backstory of the seven. Um, so you get that little intro, but then in the second scene, you have Huey, this normal guy, his girlfriend and him talking about laying pipe, which is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go walk down out, the street, walking down the street and they're talking about, uh, and we're not going to go scene by scene, but we want to set this up. Um, they're talking about moving in together and all this cool stuff. She takes a step out into the street. They're looking at each other, talking about Billy Joel. And then when we didn't expect the thing that hit us super hard, where we were like, Oh, this show's real. Is it slows down, and all of a sudden you see her just get wiped off the screen, 
And then some blood hit Huey's yeah, face. A blood splatter. But when they panned that camera, you saw the guts. Yeah, she basically just gets blown apart. And it's A-Train, who is like the Flash, who runs through her. And when he runs through her, they do it in slow-mo, right? But then they actually cut the fast motion, and the blood just pools onto the street. It's everywhere. It's all over Huey. It's in his teeth. It's all over A-Train. And he says, can't stop. Can't stop. So you know something's yeah. going on there. So he, has a, he's a, he has a bag or something. Yeah, yeah. You're automatically intrigued as to what's he saying, what's he on, what's he doing, and holy shit, what's Huey going to do? In my head, right, I thought Huey was going to become the villain Yeah, the whole, the whole, and try I, to infiltrate from within. They twisted me on that. Well, they kind of basically like he—he he was almost like a, like an anti-hero type of deal. Like he's like, okay, he's good, good, good. That happens, and then he does something bad. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like, okay, did he get a taste we're, of it? We're in spoiler mode. You yeah. can fucking just go. Well, I would say okay, but first she gets blown apart. The yeah. scene—it—it's it, absolutely perfect. insane. Yeah. It's it's insane, and then let you find out like three episodes later, early that he's laughing with I think it was uh, the next deep, episode, and he's basically translucent. I swallowed her molar. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, my Yeah, they're, they're in a club laughing about that. And Huey is actually watching a camera and he sees them do that. So that pisses him off even more because he wants answers. He wants to know why. Uh, what I love about this show, and we talked about last week, is it's superheroes as real as possible. Yeah. Because there's big business. There's corporations. There's money involved. There's politics. There's all this stuff that goes into the bullshit that yeah. happens in America. And they tie it into the superhero theme to make it really enjoyable. And it's... Um, you know, what I love is a guy from Vought, which is the company basically that controls the seven yeah. or owns the seven, they send out a representative to say, we'll offer you $45,000 for an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement, so you can never talk about this again. Like, I feel like if in real life that shit would actually happen. Like just, or like the military, does that actually happen? We don't know. So it's just like, oh, so my it's like his fiance's or girlfriend's life was only worth forty five thousand dollars. Exactly. So uh, you know, he twists and turns, meets this guy named Billy Butcher, played by Carl Urban. Perfectly. First of all, yeah. looks like Brad Pitt. I can't yeah. get over that. It's very weird to me that they're not Brad Pitt. See, I, I, Brad Pitt. when I look at him, I'm like, man, I wish he would go back and do Drud, like Judge Dredd too. It just <laughs> did, it just didn't make enough money, and I don't think we'll ever get it. I am the Rob. Oh no, the newer Judge. The newer Dredd. one. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, He was awesome. Um, like he never took off his helmet like he's supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carl Urban plays Billy Butcher, who is an FBI agent. I say that in quotes, and uh, it turns out that he just wants to see. The seven basically Vought disappear based off of something he thought happened to his girlfriend or wife. His wife. Wife. Uh, I think Robin was her name. Something. No, no. Robin was the girl's yeah. name. Dawn, maybe. Uh, something that happened with her and one of the heroes. So, like, that's how this whole world gets intertwined. Yeah. Right? But you then find out that, like, the Deep, when he brings in – when they bring in Starlight, who is this pretty 20-year-old girl from Des Moines, Iowa, it turns out the Deep is kind of a dick. Yeah. You, he kind of basically says like, so as a kid, who'd you, you know, who was your favorite? Was it, was it, um, Homelander? Oh, was it, was it Homelander? Actually, no, actually, actually it was you. And he's like, ah, oh, like laughing, like, ah, oh, stop shucks. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're always blah, blah, blah. Then like the, the camera goes to her and then it goes right back to him and his pants are gone. Yeah. And he's got like the sunburnt <laughs> on his ass. He's got like the, the, uh, bathing suit line on his ass. You Dude. see him and he's just like. You know, Dude, I'm just I talking. Cracked. He uh-huh. goes, "I'm talking three minutes max. We'll make it quick." Da, 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 da. <laughs> I was dying. But like, there, that shit happens, yeah, okay. dude. In I'm business, sure, where sure that it, the wealthy it, CEO yeah. says to the intern, "If you want a job, yeah. I got a job for you." Type of bullshit that happens, and that that sucks. 
pardon the pun, yeah. that that has to happen, but, yeah. like, fucking bullshit it, does. Because, like, you know, she uses her powers for a second, cracks, like, all the screens of the TV, and, and then he, he kind of said, wait a minute, and he said, if you, you kind of do this, it. I'm going to say you attack me, and you're never going to be in the seven. He said, I'm the number two around here, which we'll we find, find out, out that's later. not as true. Yeah. And then, eventually... They're all kind the of. The deed is done. They're all kind of. Uh, they all kind of roll up to her. Their boss is. Um, what the hell's her name? Uh, Stillwell. Yeah. Stillwell uh, is. Played the by boss. Elizabeth Shue. Very, very well, actually. Yeah. She's one of my favorite characters. And Her uh, second movie ever was? I don't remember. The Karate Kid. Fair enough. Um, so she plays their boss, basically, and Homelander, you find a. Is kind of in love with her, and she is kind of maniacal. She also has a baby at an older age, so like that's a pretty cool thing on its own. So she's trying to be like a mother and a boss. Yeah, she's trying time. to like breastfeed a lot yeah, of couple all that episodes. Stuff. Yeah, um, but basically, she um, she is in cahoots with like all these governors and all this stuff. Where the guy, from the governor of Baltimore, so the mayor of Baltimore, I'm sorry, says like. We need a hero. She says, I know. We'll give you this guy. He's in Detroit. 300 mil a year. Over three years. Gets it done. Yeah, it was like a football contract. Yeah, right. And yeah. he's like, well, I got 200. I know about Compound V. Oh, well, we got Atlanta. Because I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Like, Compound V. I know about it. And I have no problem yeah. leaking it. How about 230? They eventually come to say, okay, 230 works. He's in a plane with his kid. Well, and you know, as them two are talking, I don't know if you, you see caught Homelander it. Okay, up. just checking. Yeah, just checking. Oh, yeah. Just seeing. It's through the window. And yeah. it was a very quick, yep. but pretty. That's what I'm saying. If yeah, you blink, you missed it. Uh, and so you know Homelander's listening because then later the plane is dro- flying back to Baltimore. It's his young son on board with him. And all of a sudden they're like, what's that outside? It's Homelander. And it's Homelander. Yay. But then you learn Homelander's power, which you haven't seen yet. Laser. No, no, you did see it in the opening scene yep. when he melted the gun. His laser eyes blow the plane up. Yeah, at, at first, because the way how I was thinking, I was like, oh man, everyone's bad but Homelander. Right. He's the good guy that. And they set that up very well. And I was like, wow. So he's actually the worst of them all. Yep. And you come to find out the deep ain't number two. They fucking hate him. They shit on him the whole yeah, show, which is kind of funny. Yeah, they, they treat him like Aquaman. Yeah. How they kind of made fun of him. In so, like, there is a lot of humor to the show. We don't want to, like, oh, let yeah, that yeah. go. Um,. And, and, and that's how the first episode ends. So you kind of just build up this big arc over eight episodes of, holy shit, who's evil? Who's good? What's good? What's bad? What's going to happen? I thought Huey was going to turn into the big bad after the whole Robin thing. But he turns out that he works with Billy Butcher and his team, Frenchie, and I can't remember the other dude's name, uh, to try and, name. Yeah, to try and like expose Vaught. They want to put this device underneath the table to catch him listening. Translucent was in the room. He saw it. Um, so he picks it up, follows, follows Huey back. back to work. They get into a fight. What's his name? face? Billy Butcher hits him with a car. They think they killed Translucent, but he's still alive. They lock him up. What did you think of that scene where uh, he's walking out? Huey has this the button, and he's like, I'm free. I can go. And spot. Okay, so Anthony, he's in the thing. They don't know how to kill him. They make this bullet to think it would kill him. Right. It almost fires back and kills them, but they're like, fuck it. And then what's his name takes shrooms or he takes acid frenchy frenchy yeah and then he kind of just comes boom i got it he knocks him out yep shoves dynamite up his ass and then he wakes up guys like you can't kill me blah blah let me out now and and, then we're good blah blah homelander was nearby so they kind of set up yeah i forgot about that so they had to set up a thing like another bomb one because they all have chips that they can be tracked Exactly, and they knew Homelander was in the area, so if the bomb went off, so they had Homelander to send off an explosion it. somewhere else to Frenchy's distract girlfriend. Homelander. Frenchy's girlfriend. And then uh, Translucent's about to walk out, and you think he's walking free, and Huey, Huey gets the, the kill. He, he kills Translucent. And like, so like, that's 
Uh, Blows big, him in bits. That's a big driver for the story is like, who killed Translucent? Because the Seven doesn't know that yet. And then a porpoise finds him at the bottom of the ocean. His pieces in a, my, my in friend, a my zinc ta- I was box. talking. I was cracking up. I was talking to my friend. It was, it was a, a fucking porpoise. porpoise. Dude, I was dying. Like, I, yeah, that was the line, one of my favorite guys. That's the line I was alluding to last week. But like, and that's where the show goes. It yeah. ends off with a really big cliffhanger. Some deaths that I did not expect. Some crazy shit. We're going to go over our top three moments of the show. But before we do that, I just want to talk. Who is like your favorite character? The Deep. I, I, Chase Crawford is funny as shit as The Deep. I, I just think he plays that freaking so well. But that scene is cringed me so crazy the was gills? when he was with the chick yeah the gills that was that she's like got a, me freaked she's out. a freak and he's got gills because he can breathe in the water like aquaman and this freak just she just put like her fingers like just like fingering his, his gills and it skeeved me out like horrible great, like the noises the dude i was like squishing. standing up like ready to like jump out my freaking wind just because it, it made it freaked me out so much yeah and he was super uncomfortable but what's he gonna do he was he was stationed in uh like dayton ohio or something yeah. like that because of this rape allegation on starlight and da 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 so like what's he gonna do he's got no powers he thinks he's going back to the seven but i love that hotel manager guy who keeps coming he's like you're coming back soon buddy between that like moments the the dolphin Uh, scene uh, uh uh-huh oh that was hilarious the lobster scene with the deep i don't remember that one where he's walking he's he's, when he's in ohio he looks all like lonely he's walking by lobsters like how'd you get here like talking to lobster and he starts talking he's like oh my i'm gonna get you out of here can can i get him guy comes over about to pick lobster No, no no not him that's my guy. And he's like, yeah, man. Why the fuck don't I remember this then scene? He, he puts the lobster down. He's like, we'll get you out of here. He's like, oh, no. They, then the guy kills him, puts the knife through the lobster's head and like chops right. the head off. And yeah. he's like, uh. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God. I do kind of remember that. It's freaking hilarious. The Deep is my, my favorite character. Who's but your least favorite character? My least? And not to say this is a bad character. I would say Trent, Translucent. He did. He lasted he, two episodes. It, he, but he was my least favorite. He did nothing eight. for me. Added, added, like, added out the, of the, the remaining chaos, seven. Yeah. Well, no, just that all the characters in the show in general could be Frenchie, could be the girlfriend, could be um, probably Atrin. Stillwell. Yeah. Um, I would. I don't know though, because I liked his arc with his girlfriend. I liked that a lot. I did, but I just didn't care for. I him. liked the race a lot. Um, man, who didn't I like? When he said it, like he was the only one that came to my mind. So, like I loved, I loved everyone else. A Train was the only one, and like the other, like fa- a second favorite, obviously would like superhero wise would be Starlight or Homelander. Homelander. He yeah. d- like he. I just loved him in Banshee's like Anthony Starr, the actor. He was so good in Banshee, and to see him kind of play this like completely opposite character, like him trying to like smile all the time and do this acting, yeah. I thought it was great. My favorite character in the show is still Huey. Overall, I really like Huey. I think he's, the, he's the, great. Deep, the deep might be on my like least favorite. Although, wow. although when we get to our three favorite scenes, a, a deep scene is on there. So I don't think I have the deep on anything. Um, I, I don't. Know, I, I don't know. I, it really bothered me that whole like pants down scene because I was thinking like what what's going through her head, and I felt really bad for her. I think it's because I'm a dad to a girl. Maybe like that's I, what I I'm just thinking. cracked up. It was just funny. Oh, I laughed at that moment, but like he kept pressing and pressing and pressing, and then I didn't know what happened. They left it ambiguous, and then when she did that speech at the religious yeah. thing, she was like, "Someone's dick was in my face." You know, but his face at first, he was kind of laughing, and he said that, and he was like, huh. "Like, dude, like it was his." <laughs> he did face. have the facial stuff between though. that and the one where, like, after it happens or whatever, she's and then she Starlight comes in to say the first dinner home later, like, "You're late for your first meeting," and then, yeah. and then she's like, 
what you couldn't take the pressure or like the pressure, uh, pressure too much yeah. i was like what a piece of shit it, it might actually be Stillwell. well might be my least favorite okay i could see that yeah, yeah. because i like, see that she because i think they tried too hard to like have you sympathize that she's a mother you didn't a know mother what do you mean like like a mother with like, like I, I love like the homelanders like is, is she the mom or is she oh it's a store like you know what I mean I, I like how they kind of played that a little yeah. bit so yeah. again like I'm I kind of like that they did that maybe they did it a little too much so I would say she was probably my least favorite character um you know I could have I don't know man I think every character was just so fucking no I and that's kind so of why a, I said tough. the atrium I feel like the atrium's kind of like the cop out yeah translucent really was because. He's dead after two episodes. I don't know. I didn't mind A Train so much. It, uh, because he was the one who killed Robin, there was always that intrigue for me. Yeah. Of like, well, what what's was he that, doing? What's the, what was he doing? What's he on Compound V and stuff? And I actually liked those training scenes with his trainer where he was like just trying to go too hard yeah. and like after his leg broke and stuff. Um, I didn't connect m- very much with the female. The female is the name of the Asian girl. Oh, I, I like. I didn't really connect with her too much. She is actually Katana from Suicide yep. Squad. I, I liked her. I, I kind of. Maybe it's funny because you didn't really like Katana, didn't you? I didn't See, really it, care it about be Katana. A thing. See, too much. I thought she was cool, kind of when she survived that the, the that Black awesome Noir fight, fight with Black Noir. Really that was an that. awesome fight. I'll I, I did like that. What about Frenchie? Maybe Frenchie was just one of those forgettable. I don't know. I kind of liked Frenchie. Him when he came up to playing with the dynamite in the ass. Yeah. And kind of just. But did you feel like there was romance between him and the female, or did you feel like? It was just like he looked at her as no, like a daughter no, I, friend thing. I just felt like he was just trying to save her because he technically have didn't he have a yes, girl? Yes, that's what I mean. I just think like he, he was just, just trying to save her because remember he remember he showed her his chains when he was locked up, right? So I feel like he had a similar experience and he kind of related and, and knew the pain that she was in. Just tried to save her. All right, let's get into it because we have a full show yeah. still. Okay, it's, so, it's eight thirty. Okay, let's my, do our three best my, favorite moments. Top three was. Was was Robin getting blown up because I didn't know what I was getting watched. I didn't know what show I was watching. All I heard was everyone hyping up their show so much. Just kind of watching. Basically, the first thing I see is the Flash basically running right through and just, what the fuck did I just get myself you into? You saw like a kidney. This, you saw. It was, I just thought, what did I just get myself and into? And it was one of the best shows I freaking ever seen in my life. Did you expect it? No, not that. Yeah. Did you expect like a lighter hearted show? Or Dude, like once I, you Greg, saw that, you were like, I oh, didn't fuck. see, I went in, didn't see one trailer. Yeah. I, I didn't even know it was a spin off the seven. Like, Justice League. I didn't even know that. All I know, superhero show was great. That's all I heard was everyone raving. I stayed away from spoilers. I didn't read a synopsis. I just jumped in blind and Me I, too. I, I'm we very tell happy everyone to do the same thing. Yeah, I'm very happy I did that. Uh, I actually can confirm that Stillwell is my least favorite character because my favorite moment was Stillwell's death. Um, I thought Stillwell was going to be a character on this show for a long time. Same. And same. she got killed by Homelander in her home. Her fucking eyes got melted out of her head. Did you see that one coming? No, I didn't. I didn't because she was the trap. She was the reason that Homelander's even there. Yeah, um, saw it coming. I think pretty pretty easily. Once she said, once he came downstairs with Teddy, I knew that Homelander didn't give a shit. Once he came downstairs with her son, he doesn't fucking care. He only cares about himself. So like, once that happened, I was like, all right, like she's not gonna live. But it's not. I knew she was gonna die at that point, and I actually figured out the ending twist. I figured that out early. But like beyond that, I it was the way she was killed. He just stared her in the eye, very lightly and easily. That's that's fucking burn her face off. I'll I'll just say that's my number two. I just Stillwell's death. Yeah, no I, I, I thought him just kind of. I think it was it. I wrote blah blah. I I like that kind of. He reels. He reveals 
to Stillwell that he tortured Vagelbaum, the doctor. Yes. The old guy. Yes. The yes, tortured yes. and finds out the truth about Becca. Yes. And then Stillwell says that I don't think she would have died until she admitted that she's afraid of him. Really? That's when he said, that's it. He said, tell me right now. Yeah. Because she wouldn't so tell him before. I'm afraid of you. And then once he said it, she died immediately. And I thought it was just, I mean, a horrible death. But I, I just. So like, at that point, he might have said, okay, so you were just playing me the whole time just because you were afraid of me. Yeah, this exactly. This wasn't a real love. That's what this I'm wasn't saying. A if romance. she never said that, she doesn't die. Once she said that, I was like, she's dead. And also, I knew about Becca. There, the minor sport, I followed the actress because she was on The Flash. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love her. And she all, right before I started the show, was spoiler, guess the bags out. And it was just her, like, being in The Boys. So I was like, huh. Wait, it, what? Because she's in The Boys. I, I forget her name and, and real, her, her real name, whatever. But she made it a post, like, Are you talking about the, back in, about his Carl, wife? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I knew that after her scene where she gives birth to the baby and it basically looks like it rips, rips it out of her. Yeah. I was like. She's going to come back somehow. Right. I, from a mile away, called yeah, that she was yeah. still alive and that it was Homelander's kid. Saw that a mile oh, away. Oh, yeah. Well, a mile away. You, you knew I, something was up. But I do. I did love how they ended the season with Billy Butcher on the lawn when he very oh. easily could have just been killed. And now he just wants to torture him. Yeah. I, like, I you just, watch this. I just love Anthony Starr as Homelander. I think it that is perfect casting. Perfect. Uh, is he really British or is that an accent? Uh, Anthony Starr? No, I don't think he's... Pre- oh, no, Carl Urban? Yeah, Carl yeah I think he's Scottish. Scottish, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to look up... Or, unless he's Australian. Here, you hit your number two. I'll, I'll check real fast. Uh, the dude I forgot, it was La- uh, Laz Alonzo. It's Mother's Milk was his name. That's yeah, the dude New, New Zealand. Yeah. That's uh, Carl Urban. Um, your number two? Becca Butcher. Okay, it is Becca. Got it. Just want to make sure. Gotcha. All right, my number two. You said it earlier. It is a scene with the deep... That fucking dolphin death. It was so, it was so funny. It was so crazy. You, you had a bigger connection with the deep. So, do you remember like the setup? Yeah, for, everything. So go ahead and I remember what happened from the truck on, but I forget why he went to save that one dolphin. Well, because he didn't he see a sign on the beach that like save our dolphins, or, or he was watching a show or something like that. And then he, I think he, he needed to find something. Like he, he was like, man, nothing's for me. I can't do nothing right. It's only about water. So he goes to save this thing. I, I, number one, when he was spraying it with the... That was funny. <laughs> like, why would you have the dolphin just in, like, that thing just, like, laying there? It's... it's um When you when people transport sea life, that's yeah. what they transport them in. But they're usually in the water, yeah. too. Yeah. This dolphin was just in the just back of a van, like just sprayed with water. water. And he was in, like, the... I can't... The harness, if you want to call it. But he wasn't secured in there. And uh, he's breaking out of, we'll call it SeaWorld, whatever their SeaWorld is called. He's breaking through a fence. He's driving his van through. So the cops are coming. He slams on the brakes because a truck was like in his way. And then the fucking dolphin goes ejecting out of the seat. And they slow it down. They look at each other. They look at each other. And the dolphin was almost teared up. And he was like, oh, fuck. The dolphin goes through the windshield, lands on the ground. bounces, Bounces, rolls. And you're like, oh, my God, it's dead. But then a truck runs it fucking over. An 18-wheeler just disintegrates. This, and it just blows up. And then again, it's his face. Just like, just like that's it. <laughs> like, I'm done. It was so funny. It was just so funny. But I hate to say it was funny. But like, 
and because a dolphin didn't make it, <laughs> but no dolphins, no were, dolphins harmed were harmed in the filming. in the yeah. making of this of this series. I, I, I what a great what a great scene! Why do I like the deep? I don't know. But my number one, I thought one of the, the craziest scenes in the entire show. We have the same one. It's like thirty. It was either that or that. It go, was go for yours. So, we have different number ones. I, I love it, was, this. it was either that or this. I went with this. I went with Butcher. They were get, they were basically gunned down. They had no guns. They're cornered. The guards are after them. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah, picks yeah. up. They find out that how how the superpower how these super you, you know the heroes babies. are made mm-hmm. that they're injecting babies with this 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 v, v this compound V and these babies have heat vision. He literally picks up this a baby one particular baby did. and just disintegrates i mean just sawing people in half and he's like this is bloody violence like just his you know it was it's absolutely banana scene never never he, like, saw takes the baby by the back of the neck and like aims yeah, it just, like use it as like a doll like ha yeah and I, I just thought it was crazy but yeah i, I, I love nuts. your i love your number one too and my number one was flight 37 and if you don't know what flight 37 is um and if you've watched the show you definitely do it was in episode four i want to say um there's terrorists hijacking a yep. plane, and um, Homelander and Queen Maeve get called to the scene, and they go up into the plane. They kill the attackers, but the uh, plane is still on a downward trajectory. So they go into the cockpit, and they've already slit the throat of the co-pilot, yeah. and the pilot's still alive. And there's one of the terrorists there with a knife like to his head or a gun to his head or whatever. Yeah. And Homelander kills him with his laser eyes, but then kills the pilot either by accident. And, I think it was on purpose. Yeah, and half the damn friggin' contro- controls. The control of the panels plane. to the plane. I think he did that on purpose because if once he got the controls, there's no the yeah. plane was doomed. Yeah. Nobody, even on board who could fly a plane, could do it. Yeah. So like, I think that was on purpose. He kills the terrorist so he could look like the hero. Um, and he can like kind of have the the vengeance for have a reason. It, basically, they want soups, which is what they call superheroes. They want the superheroes in the military. Yeah, they wanted this terrorist attack to go through as a reason for America to say, "Let's go kill those bastards." Yeah. We want the soups to do it. We'll get the soups in the military. Yeah. So that's why Homelander had this plan of, "All right, I'll let this plane go down." But they keep you in that scene the whole time yeah. in the plane. And there's a daughter, and they, they get you, man. Yeah. They give you the daughter and the mother saying, save us, save us, save us. Homelander basically says, fuck no, all of you. But at first, he plays off, you guys are going to be fine. Every one of you is going to be safe. Am, am, are you going to save me? Yes, little girl. You're going to be fine. Just walks his yeah, way up. Because they don't know the captain's dead yeah. yet. Right, that's right. And then the door opens or something like that. They see the captain's dead. They know the plane's going down. They feel it going down. The oxygen masks yeah. come out. Everybody's panicking, freaking out. And he's like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. They then realize, no, we're yeah. not. We're going down. Because they see him walking towards the door. Queen Maeve says, I want to save this little girl. He says, you can't just save one of them. Yeah. They all have to go. She knows she's going to tell yeah. people that we did this. No way. Let's go. Queen Maeve has that conflict of what do I do? Do I save this little girl yeah. and maybe her mother? Or do I let them die and keep our identity where it needs to be yeah. and potentially go into the military all that stuff? And it was like that – these people are so evil. Maeve is always kind of on like the, the fence, the yeah, fence yeah. a little bit. Um, but like these people are so evil, specifically Homelander. And they go out and they let the plane crash and there were no survivors. Yeah. My oh. only problem. Remember last week I said there was one thing that really bothered me about this show hmm. that I didn't want to say yet because it was a spoiler. Yeah. The only thing that really bothered me about the show. Wouldn't the little black box on the plane have recorded all that audio and that, and that survives? Maybe that's where he disintegrated. I don't. I didn't. I don't know because I didn't. You, no, see you, it. you. I mean, you don't know. I mean, for, for real quick before I even say anything to that, I love this scene where 
people are trying to get back. You get back, or I will, I will oh, right. flame you all. That's right. That's right. People were like trying to jump out and stuff like that. And he was like, get the fuck back. And his eyes like, lit up. Like he was going to, like, I will give you heat vision. I will just like, cut you all in half or something. Yeah. Between then, I loved his other line to Queen Maeve. He's like, don't die with them. Yeah. Come with me. Just and put out his hand. Him. I was like, oh, man. I will say that that was one of the most yeah. powerful scenes yep. of television I've ever yeah. watched. It was great. And it reinforced why I'm petrified of airplanes. Yep. Petrified. I'll be on one in two weeks. Hate it. Can't wait. I'm scared for you. If you see a man with an American yeah, flag. Yeah, if I see Anthony Starr, I'm nervous. An American flag. But uh, anyway, uh, that was our big blowout of the boys. One of the best shows we've seen in years. Our top three favorite moments. Welcome back to those folks who didn't want the spoilers and are now listening to us again. Sam. Kick it off. Started off in the gaming space. Our favorite. It's July. We have the MPD. So I'm back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll take it back over for a little bit here. We have the NPD for July, which is, again, like Sam said, one of our favorites, where we go over the top 10 best-selling games of July. We're going to kick it off with number 10, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. That's awesome. Number 9, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah! Number eight, nice, nice toad. Uh, that was a good one. Nice toad. Number eight, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Number seven, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It would have been great if I could do voices for everyone. I just couldn't. Number seven, uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch. Number six, Grand Theft Auto 5. Fuck. Number five. <laughs> Damn it. Number five, Minecraft. Number four, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order for the Nintendo Switch. Number three. Super Mario Maker 2 for the Nintendo Switch. Damn, Switch Number covering. two, Fire Emblem Three Heroes, Three Houses for the Nintendo Switch. Could they take the number one spot? Nah, Madden 20. <laughs> Beat, just, nope, not a shot. Six out of that, ten that's, that's great. were Nintendo Switch exclusives, my man. I mean, again, PlayStation 4 didn't really have any exclusives. Xbox hasn't really had one since, no, like, no, Crackdown we, we know 3. that this is Nintendo's. Like, Nintendo should carry out the rest of the year. Yeah, and but you know what? Like, Madden, in August and July, yes, Madden should absolutely take the top spot because it's the game of the summer yep. that all sports fans look forward to. Football is coming back. So, like, it's there. We're happy. But to see six, yeah. including the Breath of yeah. the Wild, which was a launch title. Yeah. It came out two and a half years ago. Man, Still on there? Me, that That's awesome. So happy. And we got another uh, Pokemon Sword and, tra- sh- Sword and Shield trailer. What would you think? This one was for the battlers out there, yeah. man. This was this showed off Weezing's second ability that they didn't show you originally, Galarian Weezing. It showed off Corviknight's ability, which I really liked. It showed off a bunch of like hidden abilities, new moves, new Dynamax moves. So this wasn't like a new Pokemon was yeah. revealed. It did show you a couple Pokemon that will be in the game, like Gastrodon and Rotom and all that will be playable uh, Pokemon you can find in the game outside of just being your Rotom decks. But like... It showed you a little bit of that, but there were no new Pokemon, no new Galarian forms, no new evolutions. I think it was like a like two-minute video. The two-minute yeah. trailer, what it showed off was for the battling people, yeah. for the people that will play the game in the meta, for the people that will play the VGC in the in the worlds and all that good stuff. And it showed some really cool bat, uh, some really cool um, uh, abilities. One was, I think it was Corviknights, but it was I can't remember, but it was my favorite one where. It deflects all status moves. So let's oh, say yeah, 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 yeah. you're right, Sobble yeah. and you yeah. do Leer and it lowers your attack or whatever. Instead of lowering your attack, it bounces off of you, hits me back, and lowers my own damn yeah. attack. Yeah, that, so that I, I really thought that that was a nifty one. Again, go back and check it out. Dynamax, there's a, you know new abilities for Dynamax Pokemon. So like it was it was cool. I don't battle competitively. So like yeah. while I care because like I do play single player and I'll, I'll need it for the Elite Four – 
post game. I'll battle you. I'll battle yeah. whoever else. You know, Jim, Sean, those guys. But like, it was neat, and it's cool to see it. Um, but just bring me the game. I just I, at ready. this point, Dude, give I, me the game. I'd almost be cool with no trailers from here on out. I'm good. I do want to see a couple more Pokemon. Like I want to yeah, see. Course. I want to see one or two more Galarian forums. I want to see one or two new ones, and I want to see one more uh, of the starter evolutions. Just one okay, level. I don't even fair. want to see the finals. But if no, I can, no, 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 if no. I can see the mid forms, then I'm totally cool because that'll help me pick. Conf- what I want it'll to pick. confirm your pick, right? And then yeah. I want to see those six Pokemon that I just said. I want to see which ones are exclusive to what version, yeah. and I'll make my choice. So I'm good with like one more trailer. But November fifteenth, baby, yeah, let's it's get right, here. It's right around the corner. Let's get now. here. Now, big news: Sony acquires Insomniac Games. For every studio Microsoft acquired over the last year and a half. From Obsidian to Ninja Theory, this beats them yeah. all. Yeah, 100%. All the hard work Xbox is doing to rebuild their Just brand through exclusive <laughs> games. Now, if you really think about it, Insomniac was a PlayStation developer anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You look at the games that are in that portfolio. Resistance was a PlayStation yep. exclusive. Spider-Man, PlayStation exclusive. Ratchet & Clank. So all of those games were were basically PlayStation properties. Yeah. You had Sunset Overdrive, which was an Xbox exclusive for a while, at least. I think it still is. Um, so you had that franchise. But guess what? If they get a sequel to that, now that's coming to PlayStation only. So they kind of flipped the script on you there. So again, Microsoft doing a, a really good job of acquiring studios. But then Sony just comes in and says, we'll get the biggest free agent out there. Top it now, bitches. Dude, so like, dude, I'm, Sony's having a great year. Um, are they, though? Like, Are they? I they skipped E3. They didn't really have that many big games. They had Resident Evil 2, which was cool. They had... Uh... It a good movie. Oh, you just mean Sony in general. In general. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the PlayStation. You know. Yeah, well, yeah. Then they had Far From Home. That, 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 that kind of did well. 1.15 billion. That yeah, says something. That kind of did well. <laughs> but, hey, we'll see what happens. GameStop and Game Informer both endure mass layoffs. Yeah, Game Informer laid off a bunch of employees. A lot of people were on Twitter saying, hey, listen, I need work, I need a job, I, I can write, whatever, whatever. So that was a shame. But then GameStop lays off 120 employees. Yeah. And um, again, it just signifies that for Game Informer, one of the best print yeah. magazines ever. We, we get them for kids. years with the GameStop. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, ironically yeah, enough, for a year. GameStop yeah. power-up rewards. Yeah. Yeah. We get them for the year. Um, we hate to see print journalism going away, but they didn't do a shift fast enough into the digital world. True. They could have been there at the forefront with IGN, at the top of it, yeah. making the digital content. They, they waited, waited too, too long, long to pivot, yeah. and it hurt their business. Um, they didn't go hard enough on the digital stuff. They had a great podcast, though. I love the Game Informer yeah. show. I'm going to miss the shit out of that. I hope those dudes keep doing it. Uh, if they, they might even still have their jobs for now, the people on the show, because Game Informer didn't dissolve yet, but it's going to. Yeah. And GameStop, the writing is on the wall. 2022. Go apply at IGN or something. I don't know if GameStop's going to be around in 2022. Yeah. Hey, time will tell. So Gamescom happened. A lot. There's, from Germany. From my the, notes. Well, and, and I watched a lot of it. It's actually. the E3 of Europe. Yeah. And uh, there was definitely a ton of news. I so guess. all the following stuff we have uh, up until the indie world that happened uh, from Nintendo on Monday. All the rest of this is the stuff that came out from Gamescom. And we'll start off big with... Streets of Rage 4. Got a new trailer. It showed off a new character, Cherry Hunter. Um, they also confirmed it'll be coming to Switch. On top of the 45... <laughs> that doesn't surprise nah. me. That's a on, given. On top of the 45-second trailer that they dropped and introducing this new character, who I'll get into in a second, yesterday, which was Wednesday, they actually dropped seven minutes of footage. 
Oh, I didn't see that. They showed an entire stage. Um, so I watched the game actually being played. How was it? Axel, which was the guy we all know from the from yeah. the originals, and then this new character, Cherry Hunter. And I gotta tell you, I'm obsessed with this Cherry day Hunter character. Day one buy. I mean, it was always a day one buy. Okay. That's not a problem. But this new character, Cherry Hunter, I'm I'm here for it, man. Um, she has a guitar. Here for her. It. Oh, here for it, like yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but if you want to be, yeah, want pronouns yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she uses a guitar. So she beats people up with a guitar, and then okay. her special move, she jumps up in the air, slams it down, and plays the guitar, and it goes, and the guitar like vibes okay. knock the guys cool. down. So That's like cool. that was something I really, really enjoyed. Um, the big glaring problem for me with this trailer, and or not the trailer, the seven minutes of gameplay, and it was glaring. It was Uh-oh. really obvious and really jarring to me, was they're using the sound effects from Streets of Rage 2. So like the all the voices when you pick up an item that same thing same thing all that stuff is new obviously the new character has new voices that's fine but when the characters died during the gameplay like yeah. when they lost life they didn't go oh they just fell over and then came back oh, there wasn't no any noise. voice oh. for that there was no noise it was complete silence and it was I wasn't the only one when I was scrolling through the tr- the comments on YouTube people were like. What, where's the audio for this? Now, the game's not final. Yeah, I was going to say, they still have time. And they they have to hear this feedback. In the comment section on YouTube, from this stupid podcast, dude, you got to <laughs> add. You have to give us more yeah. in the voice department. Yeah. I'm cool if you want to use Axel's old uh, sound effects from Streets of Rage 2 in its original Genesis beauty. That's completely fine. Yeah. I like Cherry Hunter's new stuff. But when they die... Man, they got to make that or something. And when they come back down, they got to make that click when they hit the ground. You got to give us a little bit more than what you did. Um, in the audio department, from a voice acting standpoint, we don't expect fucking cutscenes or anything. This game's going to be great. It looks gorgeous. And I'm really excited. But that audio is just a little jarring, a little distracting. So clean that up, and I'm a happy guy. Mortal Kombat 11 just announced new DLC characters. Was it Sindel, Spawn, The Joker? And the Terminator. People are so pissed because they were expecting Ash from the Evil Dead, and they got the Joker, who was already in Injustice. Oh, so they don't really give and a this shit is about a the new, Joker. This See, is I a thought new... they would have bitched maybe more about like Terminator or something. Terminator is also in Gears Five, which is pretty cool that they're doing Terminator across multiple things. But it's Arnold. Did you yeah, see yeah, it? Yeah, I saw it's it. It's fucking Arnold, Arnold and he looks great. Yeah. He looks fucking great. Um, but the Joker looks weird to me. I don't like the Joker model. It's like a teen Joker. Yeah, I, I that's it. Kind of remind me of the Joker's in Batman Beyond, where it's like they're like, okay acting like they're the yeah, Joker. You know more than me about that. Yeah. I didn't. I think the Joker looks pretty shitty, but Sindel looks good. Spawn looks fucking yeah, excellent. Spawn looks badass. Uh, Terminator looks great, but it just shows me like, man, they'll go. They did Freddy before. They did the Predator before. They did Jason. So like they'll do anyone. They did Kratos. So like they're willing to put anybody in these games, which is just like Smash. Smash will yeah. go anywhere now. Now Mortal Kombat will too. So we get the ultra violent guest characters. We get the f- uh, you know the family friendly Smash yeah. guest characters. What a world we live in with these awesome fighting games. Yeah, you ain't kidding. A Yakuza remastered collection three, four, and five for PS4 announced. And three is out now. So like the way they're doing it is, you download the whole collection now. Three is unlocked. And then over time, oh, they'll okay, unlock okay. I was, four I was confused five. for a second. Okay. So, but that's cool. I don't play the Yakuza Neither games. Japanese Grand Theft Auto it. style, basically. Um, it's basically. I wonder why. I don't, I'm not Sega it, makes yeah. them. They're very good, apparently, from what I've been told. They're very, very good. But I'm like, well, where's one and two? <laughs> true, true. I'm going to jump in at three. If Grand Theft Auto. So, yeah, one and two wasn't that great. Here's three, so, four, five. And again, me not playing these games. If Grand Theft Auto said, we're going to make a collection 
of three, four, five, Vice City, and whatever, San Andreas, and we release that, I'd say, oh, great. I know that because three is when the game changed from a top-down yeah, driving yeah, thing yeah. to that 3D, the, the GTA 3 yeah. that we all know and love. Maybe Yakuza did something similar where one and two were just different styles yeah. of games, and that's why we're starting with three. We just don't know. Maybe there was a reboot at three. I don't know. It was weird to me that they're starting at three, but if you were a Yakuza fan, now you get them on PS4 only, remastered. The Final Fantasy VIII remaster got a release date of September 3rd, only 20 bucks. Yeah, I mean it's a remaster. Yeah, right? I mean hey, the twenty, I mean, twenty bucks. I think the price point's perfect. Me, yeah. I'm not eight. Wasn't for me. Seven was always my thing. But twenty bucks. I mean, hey, if you like Final Fantasy, I can't see you passing this up. Uh, especially because it's it does look much much better than it did before. Yeah. They did do a really nice job on the remaster, so I'll give them that. You're right. Twenty bucks is nothing, especially when they're still charging thirty for yep, Resident exactly. Evil Four. Exactly. Without even a remake, without even an HD remake, it's just kind of up res a little bit. Like, just that. a little bit. Tim Longo, creative director of Halo Infinite, leaves 343 Industries. 343, but yeah. Uh, That's the company that took over Halo uh, after Bungie. Um, I think Halo 3 was the first game under 343. Uh, Maybe Halo 4. But uh, Tim Longo, who, again, like you said, creative director for Halo Infinite, a year, a year, yeah, about a year now, until this fucking game launches, says, yeah, peace, I'm out. Which was crazy to me that the lead friggin creative director of the game is gone there's really no reason that he was gone but the executive producer named mary olsen she will be taking over the campaign team so i don't know if it's in good hands or not i don't know anything about mary olsen um tim longo has been with 343 for a while 343 does not make the quality of game bungie did with halo they have dropped the ball in my opinion in a big way this was a great opportunity for halo to come back into the spotlight in a major way but now a year before launch you're losing arguably the Corey barlog of this game that's a big blow yeah that that causes concern very much so microsoft did not need this yeah xbox needs to get off to a fast start with scarlet and this is not not good not the creative director leaving not good gears 5 horde and campaign looks banging i will open this up to you because you watched this i I did and hey we all know i i'm not i don't play xbox i don't have an xbox but what i seen from gears of five gears of five baby comes out september 10th so close probably the best game for xbox i've ever seen believe it like exclusive wise wow um Okay, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Gears is one of my favorite yeah. franchises of all time. Gears 5 looks great. I'm finally, like I told you last week, I'm hyped for I'm Gears 5. I'm finally hyped again. Yeah, yeah. more than yeah. I have been since Gears 2. This is the most hype I've been since the original Gears came out, and I was awaiting the sequel. I did the whole midnight release for the sequel. Think about this. I was at LaSalle in Newman Dorms when Gears 2 came out. Yeah. I pre-ordered it in Richboro. Holy shit. So I drove from LaSalle to my parents' deli. That's a far mid- drive. That's a hike. Exactly. At midnight, on a school night, Tuesday, picked up the Hell game, no. went back, played two chapters, and then went yeah. to bed and went to class the next day. Yes. That's <laughs> how much I wanted Gears 2. I drove crazy. over an hour both ways yeah. just to get it. I could have reserved it at the GameStop down the street, but stupid me, yeah. picked it up on my way home from work one day, just stopped in a GameStop and said, I'll throw 50 bucks down and pick it up or yeah. whatever, 60 bucks. This Gears 5 has a chance to, because I think 4 was a little bit of a disappointment, this has a chance to reinvigorate the campaign. Horde has been around since Gears 1, I think, maybe 2, um, but it's an, a staple of this game. I think it's been actually since 1. Horde is, I think, an OG mode. It's one of the best modes. All these uh, modes, like in DMC, where you just keep fighting waves and waves yeah. of enemies, that That's came because of Horde. 
okay. or was the originator of that. Gear started that. Then all these other games did this afterwards. I don't know when Bloody Pals started. Did when did Gear? You know when, when Gears One come out? Six or six. Devil May Cry was probably a smidge before that. I just don't remember if they had Bloody Palace and Devil May Cry one or two, so I would have to look that up. I can. Gears was the like the granddaddy of all these survival type of games where you just get waves and waves yeah. of enemies. Um, and it's not to say anybody didn't do it before them, but the mechanics that they introduced of barriers and weapons and buying the weapons and not just not just having an arsenal yeah. all kind of came from Gears. Plus, the cover shooting was absolutely phenomenal. I'm looking forward to Gears 5. I can finally say that. It's coming before any other game. It's coming before Link's Awakening, before Luigi's Mansion 3, before Borderlands 3, which sucks. It's only a week before Borderlands, so I got a yeah. week to beat this thing before I invest heavy into Mad Borderlands hours. 3. Yeah. Little Nightmares 2 announced. You can keep going. These were just announcements. Okay, Little Nightmares 2 announced 2020. Kerbal Space Program 2 announced 2020. Everspace 2 announced 2021. Humankind from Sega announced Civilization Building Game 2020. It's got 60 different civilizations at launch that you can build. That's pretty cool. The Witcher 3 got a release date on on Switch of October 15th. It's just shorter than I expected. I yeah. was expecting longer, yeah. like, Same. you know, November, Same. December. Same. So we're getting it earlier than we thought, which is a good thing. Interesting. New Death Stranding footage. What'd you think? I, Kojima was on stage yeah. for Gamescom the night opening it, live with Jeff Keighley. It looked it looked good. I could see what they went for. Do you it, mean look good visually or it looked good like you're interested in No, no, like it? visually it looked good, but for me, it's, it's a hard pass for a game for me. Way hard. Yeah. Man, way hard pass. I'm a hard no on this game. Yeah. I want nothing to do with Death Stranding. I didn't from the jump. Yeah. I didn't look yeah, interesting to me fan, from yeah. the teasers, from the original trailer. And now the more gameplay we get, I'm like, great. He's got a ladder that extends to a top of a cliff. And I was like, you want 50 feet? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I like that Norman Reedus is in it. I dig that Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro is in it. Plenty of cameos. Uh, they say that Jeff Keighley's got a cameo. They're gonna, they said all these different cameos are going to be in there. It's like, that'll be fun. But I'll just see that on YouTube. Yeah, they say, that's all. Easter eggs revealed. And I'll be like, all right, let me watch this 15-minute video and not waste 50 hours of my life because this game does nothing for me. Don't care. Don't want to care. Don't want to invest in a story because I'm the type of player that if I if I take a week off of a game, A, I'm going to forget everything, yeah, that's it. Yeah. and then I'm done. Yeah, that's I'm, it. Especially yeah. now with a daughter and all this shit, I ain't going no. back. He said, that's it. So fuck that. Yeah. I'm out. And then that's not to take away from how cool this game could be. And how I'm, I'm sure it'll sell well. And God bless Kojima for all the shit he went through. This game just yeah. does not speak to me. And nothing at this point is going to change that. Wait a second, that Was it Marcus Leto? Leto. Leto. Marcus Leto, co-creator of Halo, announced dis- dis- disintegration. Disintegration. Yeah. I can't uh, talk today. It's, it's okay. Marcus Leto worked for Bungie. He literally created Halo. Well, co-created. Co-co-created. Yeah. Halo. Fucking Halo says, all right, I've been working on this little new game for a while. I was expecting E3 for something like this. This is pretty big. But they announced it at Gamescom, which is cool. Disintegration is a new type of first-person shooter. It's actually a blend of PvP, which is player versus player, and PvE, which is player versus enemy. I have to imagine that means there's going to be, uh, while you're cooperative, while you're co- like competitively fighting each other, like I'm shooting you on a map, there are enemies that can kill us both. And we have to kill them too. I have to imagine that's, that's what yeah, they mean. Okay. That's fucking cool. Yeah, that is, that's, it's different. It's it's the first of its kind. So it's oh, just kind it? of reinventing a new genre of first-person shooter, which is really cool. Um, they also said there will be a campaign, not just multiplayer, which always speaks to me. Okay, is that the, okay, that was the Erica's shadow dropped on PS4? That is just the story. Okay. 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare is getting. A oh, f- I'll go back to it. I would. Oh. oh, okay. Erica okay. is okay. a is a game that oh. they said, "Hey, it's on PS4 now." So they shadow dropped it. Which one was Erica? It's a live action game, not graphics. It's a live action movie game where you're. We're trying to think what it was what that. It's I- like a thriller. It's like a horror thriller game. I saw I saw the preview for right. I mean, you had if yeah. you watched anything on Gamescom, you probably saw it. But it's a live action game where you have these choices you got to make. Da da da. The car- it kind of plays out like a live action movie where you make the choices okay, through it. You, okay. But it is not graphics. It's fucking real people. It's crazy, yeah. and it's a thriller which I enjoy. Um, it's not from. It's not. I'm not gonna buy it. No, no, no way. No. I'm not gonna buy it. <laughs> I, don't, no. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care enough about yeah, it to yeah. buy it. But that is a cool yeah. innovation in gaming. And PS4 is the only one that gets it right now. I'm assuming it's going to change in the future. But uh, neat to see that, and especially that it was shadow dropped. Now, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is getting a free PS4 alpha beginning Friday. Yeah, so by the time you listen to this, uh, you can actually go download the alpha and play some Call of Duty Modern Warfare on your PS4. That's more of a PSA because Sam and I don't care. Um, we're not going to buy the game. I gave up after the second one. I'm sorry. So, like, we're out on that, but this is pretty damn cool for all you PS4 players. So, if you own a PS4 and you wanted to get your hands in some Modern Warfare, you can do it beginning pretty much now because uh, you're probably hearing this. Like, I'm re- I release the episodes around midnight on Thursday, so you're probably hearing yeah. it's it's available now. Yeah. So, there you go. Now, we'll enter the indie world. We have, is it Ori coming to Switch? Well, what was the indie world, Sam? You got to elaborate for us. The indie world was the indie showcase. There you go. From who? Nintendo. There you go. Nintendo had an indie world thing. It used to be called like the Nindy Showcase. Nindy Showcase. They renamed it to Indie World. Uh, And yeah, dude, I I called it, texted you beforehand. I said, I have a feeling we're going to get an Xbox exclusive coming to Switch like we did with Cuphead. He he did call it. I I will have to give credit where credit's due. I even said, hey, it's Ori in the Blind Forest. I didn't say remastered. I just thought Mm -hmm. it was going to be the normal port. They have now remastered it and called it the Definitive Edition. So we get Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition coming, I think, 2020. Yeah, I think that's what it said. I think it said 2020. But it's another Microsoft exclusive going to Nintendo, which again... You have to give Microsoft a little clap there yeah. for not taking their exclusives and keeping them to themselves, especially games like Cuphead and Ori, which were huge sellers for them. Hey, Nintendo, share the spotlight. Hey, Sony, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so like, I, I see the little, little, see the little swa- slap in the face, but Sony just said, yeah, we got Insomniac. So, Hotline Miami Collection coming to Switch. Yeah, uh, we. I like yeah, Hotline like, Miami yeah, it, it games. Just wasn't for me. This wasn't for you. I like both Hotline Miami games. I played them both on PS4. I think maybe in the first one was PS3. I can't remember. Uh, but I liked them both. Now we're getting them both on Switch, which is cool. Um, that was like just a little tidbit. Yeah, and my favorite of the indie would be the Skater XL coming 2020. That game looks so funky. I th- but I thought it looked neat. Like it was, it was different. It's a physics-based skateboarding yeah. game like yeah. Skate was. Skate yeah. was very physics It was, it was different. I, I enjoyed it. <sighs> just you know, being a shitty skater back in the day, I, I kind of liked it. I just don't like Skate. Yeah, I think that yeah. games. I think those games were un- overrated by a mile. I mean, I mean Tony Hawk. Pro I Skater like two all day. I like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games where it's a little bit less real and you can oh, do crazy combos and all that stuff. Oh, fucking fake! <laughs> yeah. Um. So I kind of like that. Yeah. I don't want a direct sim for skateboarding. Yeah. This is like the Madden of skateboarding games. Skater XL takes it to a different uh, level where it's so physics based that if you do the same two tricks. Based on your inputs, they could look different. If you do a Nolly 360 flip over a handrail, the based on the way you do it, you might catch it in a different spot. It might get yeah, not as much yeah. pop the second time. So it's completely physics-based yeah. based on your execution input, which I appreciate. But it looks so floaty. It does. It and does. so it does. weird that I'm out. 
I'm not even going to give it a try. And that's bad for me. I love skateboarding yeah, games. I, I hope you kind of change on it. I'm out, man. There was another game you mentioned in the text that I forget. It was like Earth Force or something like that. I can't remember. You texted me yeah, and said that was one of your I, favorites I, yeah, of the that, show. That was pretty good now that I think about it. I just didn't see it on there. There so was It was like a game that. where like a, like a dragon was like following you and trying to kill you. Yeah, you had a cue to kill the dragons. Yeah. Yeah, that was it dragon looked, killing. All right, cool. You have my attention. It That's looked, it. I'm, it looked, I'm, I'm a simple human. It That's all you got to do to me. Uh, moving on to the movie section. Bond 25 finally has a title, No Time to Die. And I like it. And I, you originally I thought you said it was kind of too cheesy, I think you said. Was it you that, that nope. said it was cheesy? I thought someone said it was cheesy. I put... All I put on our social medias was it has a title. It was it? I just teased it out there. I didn't give. Talking to someone, I thought, it was, I thought someone said it was a cheese. I was. I kind of like it. Like you know, you're thinking that Daniel Craig was dead, wasn't going to come back, and he's back. I kind of like it. Can't wait. So I guess that's why it's called No Time to Die. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I haven't. Again, I don't want. I mean, it. that's just how I thought of it. Yeah. You know, Carrie Ann Moss has been added to the Matrix Four. Uh, uh didn't know we needed a Matrix Four. I can't. Or even remember how well, three died, if I remember correctly. We did talk about this, like that it was rumored to happen a couple. Rumored, of, but Keanu's okay, different between a rumor and the major two. It's okay. What I remember, I think Keanu sacrificed himself. I think he died. Woke Isn't up. Isn't like the red pill, pill blue on pill the bench? Thing? I think is that from the original? That's, that's from the first one. And, and that's just going by memory. I could be way off, but that's kind of what I remember. I mean, do we need a Matrix film? No, I just think now they're now. I'm the so surprised to hear this. Milk and Keanu. I'm so We're surprised. We're gonna milk Keanu dry. I'm so so. I thought you were a Matrix guy. I'm, Kevin, I'm, Kevin McCormick I'm, bought me all the movies. I I'm, I like the Matrix, but no, I'm not. No, he didn't. This I'm guy not did. like a Matrix fanatic. But okay. I, I I enjoy. Besides the third one, I enjoy. Initial Twitter reactions are in for it part two. They're very mixed. Really? They're very mixed. Well, because the first one was like beloved. Underwhelming. Some people say it does just fine, but nobody's out there saying it's great, must see, got to wow. do it like the first one. I'm kind of disappointed because the do, cast they, is great. They do say Bill Hader steals the show. Bill Hader? Okay. He's, he's the older uh, yeah. Mike, Finn Wolfhard. Mike, yeah. yeah. So like, awesome. Uh, I say Mike because that's his yeah. character's name in Stranger Things. Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. It's a goddamn name in the, in the It movies. But... Uh, yeah, people are very, very mixed on this. Because it comes out next week, so. Yeah, which is crazy. I still got to say it. Michael Rooker, our favorite <laughs> blue alien, has been added to the Fast and Furious 9 films, potentially as a character named Buddy. I think it, I think that's the most random casting for a Fast and the Furious movie. Nah, man. If he's close to what he played in The Walking Dead Season 1, I can see him in the, uh, in the I universe. still can't even see him in it, but okay, I'm going to have to see it anyway. You were going to see it regardless of Michael said, Rooker. Re- re- yeah. Regardless, just, but now you surprised, have some, just surprised by the casting. Now you have a Buddy to look forward to. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Does he have that? Does he have the voice like this? I think it's just how he talks. <laughs> People change voice. their voices. Nope, it's how he talks. Like uh, like Robin Williams in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I do voices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Birds of Prey hires Chad Stileski, who was the director of the John Wick films, to help kind of spice up their action scenes. Well, again, I think that makes perfect sense. Birds of Prey being like the female superheroes. And it's most pretty of that far along, be, I thought. Yeah, so. I, I think they're... I think they're almost on shooting. Does that tell you that they're going to reshoot, though, if they're going to try to spice up the action scenes? Or is this more of like an effects thing? No, he's strictly like hand-to-hand combat type. So of they might have to do reshoots. Or maybe they just saved that for the end. Just kind of they the weren't happy scenes? with it. Yeah. You know, so maybe mean? they're just keeping them on set to do the action. They're, they're currently filming as we speak. Yeah, because I, I, yeah, yeah, they were filming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of John Wick, uh, we can finally talk about John Wick 3 because I saw it. You're excommunicado. <laughs> that's all you need to know about that guys and girls um 
without spoiling it, I just I just didn't like it. And don't worry, he's excommunicado. Don't I, worry, I just, guys. Just, that was that was almost my opening. Greg, you are excommunicado. <laughs> I uh, I will say that that meme you sent me was one of the funniest. Yeah, shit I, I dude, ever. I saw it, laughed, and said, "Greg, immediate." Yeah, the meme was you don't like the John Wick movies. The bottom was Ian McShane going excommunicado. I was, I was dying up. laughing at that one. I just I didn't like it, and I, and I think I know exactly why. Right, I think I know exactly why. I am so sick and tired of the John Wick is invincible formula. To where uh, I watched them all within a month, so I saw six hours yeah. of John Wick killing people. You didn't get, you but didn't not get the being wait. killed. You didn't I get, didn't get, you the didn't wait. get the wait. And 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 that's, I think you need that sometimes. I, I dude, it was the same shit. Yeah. It was John Wick doing crazy action, which is always cool. Yeah. But I was bored because I knew it was coming. Yeah. He wasn't gonna die. Yeah. So like I and you know that and I didn't. But the ending where you like, like oh shit. Um, Ian McShane. Not not really. Shoot, shot him three times in the chest and throws him off the roof. Not really. I Saw it coming. Like, oh. Saw it coming a mile away. I, I, I've picked these movies apart so much to the point where <clears throat> because I've watched them all and they're doing the they're recycling the same plot twists. I can I can tell you what's going to happen. It, it hurt me, which is okay. This is like the, this I mean, isn't I, a movie I where you're studying the to, plot to save right? his hotel. I right. understand that's why he did it. You're, you know, this isn't a movie where you're like picking the part of plot for years, yeah. and it's not like this deep in thought movie. It's just an enjoyable action yeah. kind of movie, thrillery type deal. Um, so like I'm not going in there like like with Endgame how we pick apart the plot, yeah. right? But this is this is my big big giant issue, dude, with this movie. Right. Not only was I kind of John Wicked out because I saw him so close yeah. together, and I didn't get two years in between yeah. for me to like build the suspense back up. That was one. But number two, my God, how many fucking people in this movie were fucking slaughtered in public, and nobody says a goddamn thing. The civilians just keep on walking by. You're in Penn State or Penn Station, I think, in New York, whatever it was, that train station, Central Grand Central Station. Yeah. They're in Grand Central Station. The three dudes that are following John Wick get their fucking throats slit. Great. Drop down to the ground dead. People just keep walking. Nobody says a goddamn are word. Are you going to say something? And in the next scene, they're not even on the ground. They're gone. It was horribly inconsistent. Horribly. Maybe so. Imp- and, I, don't, I don't remember. And that the second part, in Grand Central Station, I think it still was. Yeah, it was. Grand Central Station still happened. When they... When they go to meet, when Zero goes to meet John Wick and they get interrupted by the school kids crossing. And like, I mean, when he disappears. Right. Yeah. yeah, that part. Before that, those four dudes show up. John Wick kills them. And the kids are still walking by. No one sees that. Three dead dudes on ground. No one sees it. No one says a word. It was just really, really pissed me off that they can just do whatever they want. Wait, you thought that you were it's not deep. That. It's not deep. Yeah, Dude, if I, you I, saw I someone get murdered it. in public, would you just keep walking? Yeah. Nah. Nah. You well, would, be like, you'd go, oh my God. You'd gasp. You'd run. You'd do something. I'd probably shit. You'd do something. Yeah. Shit. If somebody murders her, you're like, probably fuck, I'm shit. next. I'm fucking out of here. You don't just keep walking and eating your and honey not, bun. But I'm also looking at it like it's a movie. What's I don't know. Point? What's your point? That's I not, mean, you could come say, on, the, that's weak. You go back to the Avengers. That's the whole weak. fucking Avengers movie. Right. And we sat there my, and picked my, it apart. My reasoning of, of liking John Wick 3 is they expanded more of the backstory of him. Kind of, you found out more of his truth. How he got all the shit on his back. Yep. How his, what he kind of did when he was younger. Yep. How he was kind of brought up, meeting yep. the guy, chopping off his finger, the dogs. I did like that. Holly Berry, I thought she was a badass. I loved the, their whole scenes together. Didn't care. 
I and knew it was going to happen. I knew they were both going to survive. I mean, I think maybe one of the dogs probably should have died instead of just being injured. Yeah, they shot the that, dog. That with would the have bullet. been my one of. I think they shot him like that on purpose, to where the dog didn't die, but it got. Yeah, because I think you said no, no dog dies in the third. Which, one. by the way, it was Braun from Game of Thrones who did that. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. and they get oh. and then they shot him again. Like little stuff like like cameos like that that I liked. It's like okay, I remember yeah, both kneecaps one. and his nuts. The dog got his nuts, and, that's, and they that's, shot him. Both I, I just thought it, it, it was great. I, Lawrence I loved Fishburne it. did a nice job again. Oh, the and king! We obviously I know it. where that's going to go. I thought he was dead when they sliced him up. I loved it. Didn't happen. But I, man, I'll go. Long live the king! I go two one three, and I'm probably still three one two. We are the exact opposite. Yeah, literally the exact opposite. So. uh which is fine. I mean, they're all kind of the same movie. I look at them like Bad Boys. You know what you're getting. If it's the same formula, you're completely fine with it. But Bad Boys, I'm like looking forward to because I haven't seen a Bad Boys movie in ten years. So like, see, I, I, re- I recently I, I saw. I, I recently Bad Boys saw. Too. But still, like, it's not like my first time watching it. Like, I haven't watched a new Bad Boys movie in. Damn, dude. Oh, Ash, and I, Ash and I were like 13, 12 yeah. from that, so fifteen years plus. For that, so like that's gonna be really cool to see that back, and it's the same thing, man. It's the same type of movie. Turn your brain off, enjoy the action. Not to say I didn't like, like not to say I hated this movie, but like the things I let go in the first two John Wicks finally got to me in this one. Finally, like I told you yeah. in John Wick two, and they have that sniper thing in the when they're loved walking. It. As much as I loved it, nobody saw the bullet holes. Nobody heard it. Silencer. Bullshit. You can still fucking hear it, dude. Uh, it's like. <laughs> I heard that. I literally heard. Literally, that. I, someone's got a silencer. <laughs> Did you see? My bullets, off. You see bullets nah. in the walls. So it's Come just like on. little it was things. Too fast. I'm, and somebody got shot in that fountain scene. Somebody oh, got 100%, shot. hundred percent. hundred percent. They just didn't see no one drop. Show you that. So like the little things I let go because I was enjoying myself. They just they they crept up on me a little bit during this third one. Not to say I hated it. It just it was definitely not my favorite. Uh, Liu Kang, Raiden, Jax, Molina, and I think even more since that story broke have all been cast in the Mortal Kombat reboot film, which I appreciate. But damn it, you're giving me the fucking characters now. Yeah, the only, surprise me. The only actor I know is Jax is Makad Brooks. Yeah, he was in, I know he's, that guy. he's leaving Supergirl. Yeah, and like give me Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya, Raiden, and then don't tell me a thing. I don't want to know who else is going to be in it because I want these characters when they come on screen for me. Fuck yeah, dude. That's Ermac. Yeah. That's Katana. I mean, that's that, maybe that's all. Just leave the rest kind of keep doubt, everyone I else high, surprised. I highly doubt it. We're going to get Shao Kahn or, or Shang Tsung. We're going to get Kung Lao. We're going to get all these goddamn people. Cyrax. Whatever. Pissing me off, man. Uh, Dan Trachtenberg has stepped down as the director of the Uncharted movie. This is the fifth director this oh, movie it's like has a flash lost. movie i was actually thought the exact same thing i was there gonna ask one let's get made first this is a flash movie the had, flash yet ezra come out recently on in an interview and said the flash is definitely happening i'm making music with my band but in the meantime the flash is still absolutely happening so like which one of these is going to come out first you just lost your fifth director yeah, that sucks i i really want to tom see holland movie. is still apparently attached to the project as young nathan drake but at this point what the hell like he's got, I mean, you have plenty of time. He's not going nowhere for a while. Yeah, but you, he's only going to be young for so long. Shit, you find by the time you do it, it'll be the regular age Nathan Drake, and I'm still good. So <laughs> I'm, I win either way. Tom, I can't picture Tom Holland being Nathan Fillion, the older Nathan Drake. Like that, mm, that would be tough. Just just cast Nathan Fillion for the love of yeah. God. We all want to see it. That that short fanfic was great. Yeah, let him lose maybe like twenty pounds, and we're good. 
Popka wouldn't be a little fatter Nathan Drake if they do it like no, a not to do the shit post that, Uncharted four to do the shit that he needs to do. No, I, okay, I need fine. Start fatter and lose weight during the movie. Start as like this old fat retired Nathan Drake with like a gold chain of like treasure. And then he gets stranded over then, months. Yeah, you can do it like that. And he loses weight that way. Uh, Bob Odenkirk says that the Breaking Bad Netflix film has actually wrapped filming. I mean, quite. I haven't heard anything. No spoilers. I was kind of just waiting to see if Walt's going to be in it. I think, what is it, in October? I think, I, I don't know. I don't give a shit. I thought it was just, October I'm 20th. Ready. But, like, that's way too short. If they just wrap filming, there is no way to put, go through post-production and circulation through just October 20th. It's not enough time to edit a movie. Yeah, maybe early next year. Yeah, it's got to be 2020, right? Uh, moving on to the TV section. Instead of an Obi-Wan solo film, Ewan McGregor is reportedly in talks to return for an Obi-Wan Disney Plus series. Which I think the entire world rejoices. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty much preferred Sold. to an Obi Wan film. Hundred percent. We've talked a lot on this show over the years of an Obi Wan film, so we don't have to rehash those. But all the thoughts we've had, which we both would appreciate and love, in an Obi Wan film, times ten for an Obi Wan. And, and TV what they're series. doing on the Disney Plus, it just makes sense to, to go there. Yeah, they're Perfect looking, sense. and you know, we we have all the Star Wars content that's been announced, all these shows by all these creators. So like, they're looking to expand that universe. We're all dying to see Obi Wan again in a in a Star Wars franchise. Yeah. So like to see, and especially the guy we want, Ewan McGregor, come back. Reportedly, this would be great. What I'm looking forward to is in two weeks when MRC Tech presents the last podcast. Basically, blows this out. I yeah. hope he does at least. Oh, he will. gives his opinion. Um, uh, hope hopefully by then it becomes confirmed, so we don't have to like speculate yeah. if it's yeah. real for the hundredth friggin' time. But I'd love to see if it comes true. Uh, what Sean has to say about it, and if that will be a good series or if he would prefer yeah. more of a movie uh this is something i'm super interested in Stephen amell is ca- uh, creating a new wrestling based drama series on stars called heels i mean no surprise he's a huge fan of wrestling loved it since he was a what kid. is a heel in wrestling heel is when you go bad there you go so i mean it, is I, he starring yeah I, th- I think it was his first starring role after arrow oh but besides God, the, t- the turtle it's, movies and you know that he's got the connection with all elite wrestling he was at all in well he tweeted legit he said tweeted, cody Rhodes, where you at i you, I, I need, need to, you, you want to write a tv show yeah or something, something like that, that. so like that was pretty cool and hey for first thing after arrow do something you love wrestling perfect i gotta think he's gonna be at all out next weekend I would think so. He wasn't at... He, he is filming the last four episodes of Arrow yeah. still, so unless he, he has a little break, it's the only He wasn't at Double or Nothing, so I... It's just I, a maybe. He's I filming. It's up to his scheduling. Double or Nothing was in Vegas, though, and All Out is back in Chicago, yeah. so maybe he's like... Maybe he lives in Chicago or something yeah. like that. I don't know, and he can get there a little easier. But Stephen Amell, who wrestled at All In last yeah. year, um, I have a feeling he's going to be pretty deeply connected with All Elite Wrestling, when they, especially when they go on TNT. Me too. Especially that arrow's ending, so and now he's got heel, he's got heels on stars, which we're definitely gonna see like yep. Jericho yep. and Cody and uh, Kenny Omega. We're gonna yep. see those guys and the Young Bucks on heels, whatever that looks like. Whenever that comes out, I am here for that. I'm all for it. Sign me up. I want to watch heels now. No surprise there. Sci-fi cancels Krypton and kills the Lobo spinoff in one foul swoop. Do you think crypto can be saved by the DC universe? Which is also in. You mean not, Krypton? Did I say crypto? Yeah, crypto did, dog. Um, Krypton. Do you think that that can be saved by DC Universe? Even DC Universe. Well, is I, kind I, of I did right hear now. that. I thought I actually did hear that they were shopping Krypton around to see if it can be picked up. I only have three episodes. It's left. a very ambitious show. Yeah, it's it, it, it's too expensive. It's too mm-hmm. expensive for sci-fi because they're they're well, they kind of did looks, that to themselves. Their Doomsday looks better than BBS's. That's that says everything right there. 
Uh, three episodes left of the last of the second season that they did. What I like so far is great. Um, Blake Ritson, who plays Brainiac, is fucking brilliant. He was awesome on uh, Da Vinci's Demons. Um, and the other, and the other actors are, are good too. It's 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 a shame. Lobo, there was a shot, but I'm I'm kind of okay. Maybe we'll Isn't see Lobo more, like that. The thing they basically painted white and black for the yeah, one. Black Harry was Brad terrible. Garrett played his voice in the animated series. Really? Yeah. Brad Garrett from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. That's true. The very same guy. I would have gotten that one. Yeah. I would have gotten that. That's cool. Katie Cassidy Rogers has pitched a Birds of Prey TV series to the CW. It makes sense. She she played Black Canary in, in Arrow. She yeah. actually just directed one new episode. There was episode four she actually directed. Of this final season? Yeah. So okay, she directed. Cool. So, hey, we'll see what happens. Does Birds of Prey, in your opinion, we, we know the movie's coming. Um, I'm interested. I'm going to see it regardless because it's the ladies in leather. Yeah. Is it? Could does it have enough legs to be a full fledged multi season series? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because you, you, you could, is there a comic run of Birds of Prey? Yeah. Do you have it? No, I don't have it. No, but I wonder I, how many issues there. But are. Birds of Prey was a show that Tom Welling actually produced. I think in like early nineties. Oh, two thousand. I know the and, DC and, Universe has it, and it won. And it went one season. One season. And, and DC Universe has it. So that's what I mean. Like there was already a canceled version yeah. of this. Does it have enough legs to maintain multiple? Nowadays, seasons? I think you know, kind of well, you know, like with. Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel. I think it, now's your time to do it. Yeah, and we're going to get a Marvel version of this yeah. too, especially, oh, especially after that scene in Endgame yep. with Spider Man and all the girls. Or was it Ant Man? I think it was Spider Man. Spider Man and all the yep. girls. Uh, Netflix orders a He Man anime series from Kevin Smith. It's going to be called Masters of the Universe Revelation. I mean, that's great. You skipped the story before. I, I'm getting okay. To just it. Go. okay. Hey, great that it's him. It's Kevin Smith, Mark Bernard, who he does the uh, Fat Man Beyond mm-hmm. podcast with that they're developing. And hey, they they gave him the green light. Hey, I need more He Man in my life. I was doing it because they're superhero-y and the other story between okay. isn't. Okay. So gotcha. I was just oh. switching them last gotcha. second. Uh, but I want to let Sam talk about this for a little bit because it's one of his favorite shows. Season 5. Isn't it the final season? We don't know. It's the um, creator of Peaky Blinders. It's um, uh, Steve Stephen Mur- uh, it's Stephen Murphy. So it's actually Stephen DeKnight, not the Stephen DeKnight that did Spartacus. Okay. They're missing like the middle name or whatever. He said he believes he's going to need seven seasons to fully complete the series. Gotcha. So I imagine every, there's this has a, a cult following for Peaky Blinders. It's, it's a pretty big show. Big show. Especially in the BBC. Yeah. So this is their fifth season. To, just to get two more, I think they're going to get it. The, it'll come to Netflix. So Peaky Blinders season five will come to Netflix October 4th. It will hit BBC, I think, like now. Yeah, I think this week. It or just like hit BBC. Early September. we got to wait now. a little bit longer. For, so October 4th. So not too, too long. Just another month. And, we get, and, and you'll get the whole fifth season. Right. All at once. And you, you know, they, the they people that don't binge. know, for the people that don't know, and we've talked about Peaky Blinders on the show before. I started watching it. Definitely use subtitles. Um, you, you need it. So I need subtitles. Killian Murphy. What is the show about? It's great. But Peaky Blinders were basically, I think they were like an English gang in of like thugs. the 1920s or something. That kind of. Definitely a period piece. Like, I guess I think it was like alcohol, drugs. They kind of fix horse racing, like horse racing. So it's like kind of a lot of crazy. Like there's a lot of stuff that's based on the actual history. You had Sam Neill had a gr- uh, great uh, thing. It was maybe a one, two season arc. That was great. Whole cast is awesome. You really have to check out Peaky Blinders. Something I'm really interested in for no other reason than this sounds fucking awesome. Netflix orders an animated series based on Elvis, that Elvis, the guy who's related to Will Pugh of Cartel, which we found out in our interview with him. Go check it out. Link in our bio. As a spy, Agent King, it will be adult-oriented 
and his ex-wife Priscilla Presley will actually serve as a series co-creator and executive. I producer. mean, to me, that's like crazy awesome that his like Priscilla is actually going to be a co-creator, and just I would have never saw this show coming. Yeah, man, Agent, I, I Agent have, King, an adult animated series I have about to see, Fat Elvis as a spy, has all the potential. I in the need world to, to I need to see a trailer. I don't. Just I give me it. episode one. I'm fucking ready. I, I just I need to see something. Hey first. man, I gotta I, I, I gotta leave. So you say that I, I think of Johnny Bravo. So it's like well, totally. I mean, so Johnny Bravo is based on Elvis. I right? have to see it to kind of before I you know kind of I can visualize it because until then I see Johnny Bravo and I'm like ah my but brain can't. But you do compete. realize that Johnny Bravo is based on Elvis? Right? No, I never knew that my whole life. So like, if so facto, you'll it, be fine until I'm, you'll I'm be sure fine until I see him. And if they get the same voice actor in. <laughs> Man, they. Uh, by the way, just so you know, I watched that Rocco thing. I watched. That I don't. don't spoil it. I have to say it. Not gonna spoil it. Not gonna spoil it. It's. Um, I heard it was decent. It was good. Yeah, it was I, heard, right. I heard it was like it was like what you wanted. The, I get delivered. The voices got me. Okay, that's a, that's okay. probably gonna get me too. But if yeah. I don't see my, <laughs> I'm pissed. Uh, I won't spoil the plot, but the voices were tough for me. All right, that's where I'm at on that. Um, but weird. Yeah. Forty five minutes. You can knock it out easy. Oh, I will. You can knock it out pretty easy. Uh, let's see where are we at. Uh, Elena Satin, which is uh, from Street Angel, has been cast to play Julia in the Cowboy Bebop live-action Netflix series. I'm just, I'm just ready for this series. Can't wait because even uh, this is 2020. John Cho has been like kind of posting pictures. A coffee cup with Spike, picture of his shadow with Spike's spiky hair. I, I, I can't wait. Th- th- I think this series is going to be great. 2020 or 2021? I, I think it was 2020. That'd be that'd be sweet, man. I think a live-action be- Bebop is exactly what we need. And I tell everyone, if you need a good anime to watch, Cowboy Bebop, 26 episodes, easily one of the best animes I've ever I made. tried. I liked episode one. It was kind of weird, but I'm like ready. Now that the live-action is coming, I'm ready to watch it again it's, it's, and give it my stick, full attention. Stick with it. It's yeah. so good. We have a couple wrestling stories. I was going to do a full blowout of All Out with like match previews and <clears> stuff, <throat> but you know what? We're running pretty long. Um, Ryan, I and Ryan show is going to have that with Damien on Tuesday. Uh, you know, so like you can check it out there. So I'll let them do that. I will say I am ordering all out. So if you want to come over, Sam, you want to walk, it'll be the first night in our new house. Um, well, second technically, I guess, but we got matches like hangman page versus Chris Jericho for the first ever AEW tag team, or I'm sorry, AEW heavyweight championship. We got some more battle Royals. There's going to be an excellent match in the pre-show. Uh, so like where I'm at on this. Is and we got John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. Like, cool. That's a fucking five star match. Um, Sean Spears versus Cody Rhodes. So Ty Dillinger yeah. versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, after that wicked chair shot to the head. That, that's a um, I forget who the Young Bucks are wrestling. I cannot remember for the life of me right now. Um, but I'm sure Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy are gonna be there. Um, we have that awesome match: Darby Allen versus Joey Janela yeah. versus um, Jimmy Havoc. So That'll two of your top yeah. three in one match is a triple threat. I there are no disqualifications. Jeez. Anything could happen. God help them. That could be match of the night. God help. So them. again, you'll get a full blowout preview from uh, the Ion Ryan show. You can bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to make Sam at least watch the highlights if yeah. you can't watch the whole pay per view. But in our episode 150 in two weeks, we'll definitely talk about it. We won't go match by match because yeah. it'll be two weeks old at that point. Or no, it won't. No, it won't. It will be. It will be one week. It'll be fresh. So maybe we will. Who knows what that'll look like? Episode 150 is going to be fun. Um, but uh, because next week you're going to get that combo episode from Sean and Ryan. They're going to do a really good job. I'm so excited for All Out. I am looking forward to All Out, which is just, you know, it's a big pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to this like I look forward to the Rumble. Oh, wow. Like that's how hype I am. Like I look forward to, to, like, like I look forward to Mania. 
You know, like this is big words. This is AEW's last pay per view before they go live on TNT Weekly. They go live on TNT Weekly Wednesday, October second. WWE said, "No, no, no. Before you do that, we're gonna drop NXT off of the WWE Network. We're gonna make it two hours. We're gonna drop it on Wednesdays. By the way, we're gonna hit it two weeks before you guys go live, September eighteenth. So now WWE has that leg up because now they're gonna take Wednesdays by two weeks." They already had Wednesdays. NXT yeah. was already on yeah. Wednesdays, but it was an hour, and it's pre-taped, so you can get all the spoilers. That's why I don't watch it. If they go live, if it's a live show, I will watch it probably the same night as AEW. Wow. I've made my decision. AEW will be my live watch. Mm. NXT will be my DVR that I will watch later that night. I will give AEW my priority because Raw and SmackDown yeah. are still there. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, you know, and they're the underdogs, dude. Can you imagine a world where four times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Wednesday again, and Friday. So every other day you're getting wrestling content on TV and then you get pay-per-views on Saturday and Sunday. Cause I think AEW will stick to Saturday. Yeah. I think so too. They've been yeah. doing that all the time. Yes. Yeah, stick what you've been doing. And Sunday they don't, that will create a point where you never intersect with an a with a wwe pay-per-view because they're always on sundays yeah you might overlap with an nxt takeover but i think that they're probably smart enough to not pull two things like that on one night yeah um i don't know vince is crazy but he's also got the xfl coming up next year so i don't know how much he's going to be involved triple h is probably going to be the man moving forward pretty soon unless the xfl caves in a year like 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 they did did before before, and like i expect just yeah. know the the AAF dissolved in halfway through its first year. Football is dominated by the NFL. Yep. So, at least in America, the CFL is kicking ass, and the, the arena league's not so bad itself. Uh, but anyway, there's our two big wrestling stories. Sam, what is your pick of the week? Pick of the I, I just went with the boys. Just just everything we we talked about. Eight episodes developed by Eric Kripke, creator of Supernatural. If you half like Supernatural, you're gonna like this show probably way more. Amazon exclusive, eight episodes. Just watch the show. The boys. That's it. Uh, I went back to the music because I'm trying to do that almost every week unless there's something that really captivates me. Uh, there's a new band that I'm super down with. They're called Bear Attack. It's got an exclamation point at the end. So when you search Bear Attack, exclamation point. What kind of music would you say they are? Thrash. They're folk. And they mm. kick ass. Oh my god, they're like twin forks mixed with like... The Ohalos. I, I love them so much. You uh, might as well talk Greek right there because I didn't hear anything. Twin Forks is a, a side project from the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional. Mm. Um, they haven't done anything in a little bit. But um, the song that I'm like obsessed with with Bear Attack is called Broke. Uh, totally recommend it. If you have Spotify, just check it out on YouTube just to get the free listen. Um, you're going to be obsessed with it. Even if you don't like folk music, it's like poppy folky, like fast up tempo, good stuff. They got some slower stuff too. Bear Attack, great band. Those are our picks of the week, Sam. Let's end it out tonight with your CGC Spotlight of the Week. CGC Spotlight. I went with, sorry, I got a little noise. I went Batman Beyond number one. It's the first comic book appearance of Terry McGinnis. If you remember, after Batman the Animated yeah. Series went, they made Bruce, Tim, and Paul Dini come up with something new. They came up with Batman Beyond. Obviously, he appeared first there, but his first comic came out in March 1999. Hillary J. Oh, oh, J. Bader's story, Rick Burchett and Terry Beatty art, and a Bruce Tim cover. I have it in a 9-8 white, white pages. pages. 
Um, I, to me, I had had this book. I actually, because before, they never noted this. So this is one of my tricks I did last year. My invoice, I wrote, can you guys please note the first appearance of Terry McGinnis? And then they did. And then after all of them noted. So it was another book that I, I believe I started that. Last sale in 9-8 was uh, 4-16. But I think something was up with CGC Census because all their grading was off. Like it, when I clicked Batman Beyond 1, it wasn't this cover. It was showing a different cover. So the numbers are off. So I can't give it to you there. But it was a limited run. It was only six issues. One being the most probably expensive. Because it's based on the show from the WB. Yes. They, this correct. comic goes with the same storyline, right? Yeah, well, it's based off of the... Okay, so it's not the same exact story. It's not the same exact... There's those things that are a little... little I mean, some, some are similar, but, you know, they kind of went their own thing. Whereas yeah. the show just had fucking five seasons. Yeah. So the story's about basically, obviously, uh, high schooler Terry McGinnis um, eventually meets Bruce Wayne, who's older. He's he just... He's not the same Bruce when we know. He kind of, they kind of meet. Bruce is actually getting mugged by, I think, three or four dudes. Terry McGinnis kind of steps in. He's actually a good fighter, kicks their ass, kind of t- takes um, Bruce back to Wayne Manor. I believe, was it? I'm not sure if it was a, he sees a bat in the clock or, or basically finds like a, a secret thing into the Batcave, finds out that um, Bruce Wayne was Batman after all these years. And, and recently, well, not recently, but during that time, his dad was killed by his company, who's fucking crooks. They, he knew something he wasn't supposed to, so they, they killed him. So he steals an upgraded bat suit. Terry McGinnis steals it, goes and beats up the bad guys, and kind of, you know, Bruce Wayne's kind of now Alfred in, in his mask, kind of talking to him. And after his one night, kind of comes back and decides he's going to train him and he's going to become the next Batman. So, Batman Beyond, if you ever never watched the, the cartoon, that was great. Bruce Tim Poldini. If you want to get into the six-issue comic book run, Batman Beyond number one, up to six. Two bucks in March of 1999 when it released. Two bucks seems high in 99. Yeah, Two it, bucks seems like what the comics yeah. go for now. Well, no, now it's like three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, you got to know I love this ad on the back, right? Yeah. It's not a BB yeah, gun, yeah, nope. not a toy car. It's a fucking Pop-Tart. Yeah. And they still have the flavor. The yeah. weird, like, it was like the purple and blue, the purple yeah, blue yeah, flavor yeah. that everybody knows is like nondescript. This flavor, um, I, I love it. The box is way different. I don't no, remember Pop Tart boxes. That like box that. looks like um, the muffins, the little bites. Yep, that's yeah, little bites. I, I don't remember that Pop Tart. I've been a Pop Tart kid forever. As a matter of fact, I just ate Pop Tarts for the first time in a little bit yesterday. I don't remember this type yeah. of Pop Tart box, but uh, is, was it Wild Berry? I think this was a Wild Berry something. I don't even remember. I think it was wild berry. If I, next time I see that flavor, I'm yeah. buying it. Um, yeah, right? I'd love to know what yeah. these taste like now. Yeah, they, do I they taste like just absolute years. jack shit? The strawberry tasted pretty good. Yeah, probably I had just yesterday. straight sugar. Oh my God, yeah, dude. I'm, I've been doing so good. Down 20 pounds. <laughs> but I just ruined it yesterday. Had I, nine Pop-Tarts. I had two Pop-Tarts. Two Pop-Tarts. <laughs> not bad. And some of them Stacy's pita chips. I felt like an asshole because I just killed what I've been doing yep. so well with. But I ran uh, it off. I ran it off. Uh, so, you take a step. We're golden. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 149. We'll be back in two weeks with episode 150, our first episode from our new studio. Next week, again, remember, at our time slot on Friday, we're going to have a bonus episode uh, of the show with Ion Ryan and MRC Tech combining forces to bring you one badass episode. I told him, hey, content is on you. You guys talk about whatever you want. I don't even need to know. I just can't wait to listen. So we'll see you in two weeks for episode 150. We the boys. We the boys.